It's time to get locked in, ladies and gentlemen. Because you are now tuned in to the Screaming Idiots Show. Welcome to the Metal Brotherhood. Welcome back to the show. It is two almost said Thursday, bro. Tuesday, November 21st. Happy early Thanksgiving to everybody. Mm. Well, why would I say that when this episode's not gonna come out till like January 4th? <laughs> yeah, Bad job out of me. Up. Bad job out of me. So I hope everyone has had a wonderful holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Hope you all had a blessed holiday. Um, and special uh, shout out to all my friends, family, loved ones. I appreciate all of you guys. I know everyone sitting here on this couch feels the same. So, as always, we hope you guys have enjoyed this season so far. Uh, We are on the next to last episode of season six. Big things coming. Stay tuned in the season finale. We'll fill you guys in on all that. As always, please give all of our socials a follow at TSIS Podcast or just search The Screaming Idiot Show, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You know the deal. Give us a follow. Appreciate you guys. Thank you to all of the listeners, subscribers that have hung with us for all this time. Continue to help us grow this platform. Um, As always, if you want merch, please reach out to us on any of our social platforms. We'll be sure to hook you up. That needs to be reordered very soon. Yeah, well, hopefully by the time people actually listen to this, hopefully hopefully by the time people actually listen to this, we have reordered merch. Yeah. I mean, it's a good problem to have. The Patreon subscribers are listening to this on like December 5th, and they're like, hey, hey. Yeah. I need a shirt, bro, and we're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) So, want to welcome in a very special guest, uh, Miss Cheyenne Matthews. She is a uh, local girl that uh, is is big California living and is back uh, visiting family for the holidays. So, want to welcome her in, Cheyenne. Thank you for giving us some of your time and and coming and spend some time with our crazy asses. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, super funny story. So, the reason Cheyenne's sitting here today is... We met in the gym and just, you know, you kind of struck up a conversation with me about, you know, just music and certain things like that. And we just talked for a minute and I was like, in the back of my head, I'm going, hey, this gal would be a pretty damn good guest to have on the pod. She's kind of done some big things with music and uh, different things like that. And we, we ended up working it out. So glad we were able to get that handled. So um, Cheyenne, just for the for the listeners, will you just give us a little bit of background on, uh, you know, your life and and where you started and, and how you got to where you are today. And we'll just, we'll just go from there. You can be as vague or descriptive as Oof, you want to be. It's up I'm to you. I'm very descriptive. Okay, I'm a writer, so let's go. You guys are writers. Oh, <laughs> we, we, we get it. Let's go. I, I might wouldn't be consider little... myself a writer, but I see what you mean. Yeah. You're yeah. a writer, all right. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Damn. Only fans. <laughs> Shit, I'm the one yeah. who did it. You just played my own OnlyFans. <laughs> Sorry, Cheyenne. You, you need a hang of all the like random ass interruptions. I like it. So it's and all we, good. we will sing Creed out of nowhere. Okay. If I don't know if Hello, my friend. We meet again. It's been a while. Where do we begin? I remember. I wish I knew the song. I don't That's know. That's fine. It. Yeah. Was... You, no, don't feed into our. No, you got to get the fuck out if you don't. <laughs> Teach me. No. Oh, anyway, all right, we'll be back after this short break. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna listen to some Creed and cry together. Go ahead. 
Okay. Um, I'll just get into like my whole like life story, like testimony. Okay. Let's do it. Cool. So, in the beginning, there was man and woman. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> she got me. She fucking got me. I got. <laughs> um. Okay. So when I was little, I was about like five years old. Um, I I started saying at the time I didn't know I was prophesying. Or did you guys grow up Christian? I did. Yes. He did. So you guys are like are aware. Plus it's like the Bible Belt. So I figure like you guys, you know, Ohio. Um, so I was five years old and I started telling my parents, I was like, I want to be a missionary. Like I want to move to California. And I was randomly just saying it. It's like I had an inner knowing of it. And obviously like I was born in Hillsborough, a very small hick town, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we know. Yeah. Lived there for a little bit. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Yeah. You did. Yeah. A few years. Oh. Yeah, it's terrible, right? It's so. <laughs> I don't remember. I love Is Hillsboro, <laughs> actually. I, I really like Hillsboro. Is that an unpopular opinion on this couch that I like? Really like Hillsboro. It's relaxing. It's just it's, quiet. It's it's a it's small okay. town, yeah. much like courthouse. Yeah, it's just quiet, bro. You don't know as many people. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Less people hate me. I mean, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. That's, funny. <laughs> um, that's why I love LA because it's like I'll just like it's like a whirlpool and no one knows me. I'm like, yay! It's like freeing, but that's yeah. fair. Um, yeah, I bet it would be. And I feel like LA is big enough. We had another guest on a couple seasons ago, uh, who was the uh, former lead guitarist for the Black Veil Brides, really, really mm. big metal band. Uh, his name is Chris Hollywood. Funny enough, but lived in LA for a while, and it's almost like a secular thing, right? Like there's there's one city, but there's yeah. multiple different communities within this real big city. So I, I feel like you, and especially you being a non-native, I guess, to, to mm-hmm. L.A. Transplant. Could, a transplant. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I said non-native, like the long version of transplant. I love that, yeah. You, you could go anywhere and no one would know you. Like yeah. you could completely vanish if you needed to. I know, that's what I do. Damn. Not that she would ever have a need to vanish. I'm not saying she killed anybody. I mean, yeah. killed anybody? How do you know? Are you a murderer? Are you... I feel like I should know this. You know where I live now. <laughs> I'm safe, bro. I'm safe. I'm safe. I didn't know you was a murderer before you know, I invited you. <laughs> Shit kind of snuck up on me, man. Too late. So, I'm going to knock on the so door what? later and I'm going to see a fucking I'm part of the Korean gun. mafia. So you, you, you're the Korean <laughs> North mafia. North Korean mafia. <laughs> that made me think of that. Fucking Why is everyone so fucking stupid? Why can't everyone be a smart like a me? <laughs> You're good so, at that. You should do voiceover. I uh, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started, <laughs> you bastards. Hey, yeah. maybe, maybe you could bring Rick and Morty back. <clears throat> uh, Morty, you, Jesus, uh, Morty, I'm telling you, you little son of a bitch. Yeah. Why is he so good? <laughs> <laughs> it's the bourbon. It's no. It's, 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 yeah, no. I, I don't. I have always been able to do voices. Weirdly oh. enough. So, like, any time that I would play COD, like Call of Duty or something with all my buddies, and we would play against another team, and then when you're in the pregame lobby or the postgame mm. lobby, you can talk to each other, and everybody's normally just talking mad shit. Mm. And I would always talk in Peter Griffin's voice from Family Guy, mm. and everybody would think that I was using a soundboard. Because, <laughs> Lois, this is definitely not my Batman glass. <laughs> and then when I would do it, they're like, oh, he's using a fucking soundboard. He's on YouTube. And then I would call him out by their gamer tag and be like, yeah, fuck your mom, 247. Oh, and they'd be like, <laughs> Oh shit, bro! It's really him, and I'm like, yeah, I'm him. I'm him. I will continue to be. <laughs> Yellow rubies glistening like piss. Jesus. So yeah, it's. I don't know how I have been able to do certain voices. 
but I, I'm not I'm not terrible at it. You can make like 300k off of doing one voiceover gig in three months. Girl, you need to hook good. me up with some shit because I, <laughs> if Seth MacFarlane, <laughs> listen, if Seth MacFarlane ever retires from doing Peter Griffin, or if uh, Robert or not uh, Bill Fabernacki or whatever his name is retires from being Patrick <laughs> off of SpongeBob, <gasps> that was my turn. Yeah, you let me uh, sign me up. I'll do Patrick. Like I can do any of those. So 300K, I'm in. Sign okay. me up. I will actually send you over the voiceover agent that I know. No shit. Like, actually, Let's go. I'm in. Let's go. Fuck it. I need the money. You could do it here in the studio, too. You don't have to be in LA. You could just do it. Like You could submit no online. That's how voiceover is. A lot of people are, are not even They do even it remotely? In... Yes. Well, I guess in, in, a, in a remote society, like post-COVID society, yeah. everything is remote, yeah. really. Right. So, Well, you need somewhere to record it. Yeah, and you guys have a... You we do it. have the space. Yeah, we do have the perfect. space and the fucking expensive-ass mics that... Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, I no, interrupted your story with my ridiculous voices. No, I'm enjoying go it. Ahead. It's fun. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, okay, so yeah. You I, were on Hillsboro, wanting to move to California at a young age. All yeah. And so, you know, I didn't grow up with my dad. Um, I grew up with my mom kind of like half the time. I was with my grandma uh, most of the time. And so, um, and so I would always like... I was always like always praying i had like inner knowing that like you know god was real i had a lot of spiritual experiences growing up um i was just like i had so like i would see demons like my sister um would have like out of body experiences she's like three i'm like five years old so like i grew up knowing about the spiritual realm like i was always very like sensitive to it and i still am of course you know and so but i didn't understand it i was just like scared i was like oh my gosh like why am i seeing that like oh i don't want to see it you know um (laughs) And then I got um, a little older. I was like, you know, I went to middle school. Um, I was always focused on my grades. Um, I started watching. I'm very raw, okay? So I started getting, like, addicted to porn at a very young age. So, like, I was always, like, very sexual growing up. Like, no one knew because I was very quiet. Sure. You know? But, like, my mom, and my mom's fine with me saying this. Like, I'm, you know, very open again. And you're uh, an adult. Thanks, yes. mom. Thank you. Love you, Thanks, mom. mom. <laughs> Love you, mom. Um, hope yeah. you're not listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I hope you are. She, more she probably hasn't even heard of this. So oh, no. I guarantee you she's yeah. never heard of it. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, I'll show her, but. Fuck! <laughs> 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 I mean, <clears throat> shut. No, um, So I grew up in a very... Um, highly sexualized environment. My mother was a madam, so she would, like, pimp out women, you know? So, like, I I grew up, like, seeing her do certain things, and I was just like, oh, okay, like, that's normal. That's fine, you know? And so, like, uh, when I got, when I was, like, 15 years old, I started to realize, like, okay, maybe, like, what I grew up with wasn't, like, the norm, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And at this time, me and my father weren't talking, um, like, my whole life, um, I always felt like he rejected me, you know, um, because he was still in love with my mother. Um, that and then just a few other reasons, which we haven't really like discussed yet because he's not comfortable. Sure. But we have a relationship now. But at the time we didn't. Right. So I'm very grateful that like he's in my life now. My mom's back in my life. Yeah. So at this time. Good for you. Thank yeah, you. Good for you. Mm-hmm. So awesome. like from 13 to like. 17 and a half, I lived with my grandmother. So I wasn't talking to my mom, wasn't talking to my dad. So during this time, I had my first boyfriend. And um, I was still very musical. Like, I always wanted to be a hip-hop dancer. Like, I was always like, okay, like, like I want to, like, my goal was I want to be famous. I want to live in L.A. Like, that was my goal. Um, 
I'm also part Korean, so like I grew up with K-pop. Like I'm sure you guys have heard oh, of K-pop. Oh, dude, K-pop goes so hard, <laughs> and nobody so hard. wants to admit it. You're all fucking liars. <laughs> K-pop's dope. Continue. I, I never fucking heard of this. Hey, that's normally what I do. I'll show you in a second. That's that's normally what K- I do. K-pop is that oh, like the, oh. the the artist or Korean no, pop? No, it's, Korean like a, pop. it's a music genre. genre. It's a genre. It sounds like a candy I had when I was a kid or something. <laughs> sounds like a drug I did in college. K-pop. What? Bro, you got Molly. No, I got K-pop, bro. <laughs> Who the fuck does coke anymore, <laughs> man? Does coke anymore. Yeah, God. Man, just do bourbon. <laughs> now we're old and drink bourbon. We don't do fun things like K-pop anymore. Well, you said bourbon sounded really country. Yeah, just do bourbon. Oh, dude, it's terrible. Listen, this is... The, we're, we rail on ourselves all the time yeah, for our I horrible vocabulary and our all the time. accents. And I, I, I have cool a, with. my work wife, as she is known, is from Michigan. Mm-hmm. And she says things like grandma and grandpa <laughs> and oot and boot. And I'm like... Well, you shut the fuck up for like two seconds and stop talking because your accent makes me want to cut myself. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, oh, my God, I hate you so much. And I'm like, go fucking ice fishing or something. (laughs) Ice fishing? (laughs) I love her to death. She's she's such a great gal, but (laughs) son of a bitch. Shut the fuck up. Stop talking. And she's like, boy, you sound like you're from... Living where like, like Pikeville, <laughs> Kentucky, and I'm like, yeah. Well, you sound like you're from Alberta, Canada. Take oh, a laugh, homie. <laughs> but like, don't you don't you like uh, Letterkenny? Oh yeah, dude. So how I, do you it's how do you watch Letterkenny, but you can't stand okay, the accent? So like a Michigan <laughs> accent or a Wisconsin? Their <laughs> accents are different than Canadian. Like Canadian, like you know what right. you're about to get. Michigan and Wisconsin and even Minnesota are like <laughs> they're like, kind of like they, they, they're, they're like. I say Andy beer sack a Kodak in my ass crack. Why? Why do you put so much emphasis on the ass? Oh my god! Talk normal. Stop doing what you're doing because I'm about to ruin the image innocent. You know what I'm saying? It's bad. It's so bad. And they they listen to me and they're like, dude, you you sound like your IQ is 12 and you have three teeth. And I'm like, well, you're not oh. far off. Oh, shoot. IQ's five, actually. You're wrong on the teeth. But five and a half. Six and a half, damn. You fuck your cousin, don't you? No. Well, just once, okay? That's like Ohio. Yeah, Ohio's like that. Uh-huh. You, you fuck it your cousin. Is. Listen. Have you ever watched Game of Thrones? All right, they were fucking their... He, Jamie Lannister was screwing his sister, all right? It's not that bad. Oh, oh it's, good God. Face. It's not that bad. It was on HBO. You know it was I mean? on HBO. Oh, Shame. How many Shame. derails have we had? We've had a lot of derails. I'm Jeez. sorry. First derails. boyfriend... Well, it's been a, hey, we haven't recorded up. an episode in like two weeks. We haven't. So no, we're, we're, we're yeah. We are wound. We are wound the fuck up. So you were... Anxious. I'm ready. Did you say go anxious? No, I said I'm anxious. Well, we're anxious. <laughs> you it feels like we are you off here. the perk or something? No. Oh shoot! It feels like we haven't been here in a month. Oh, I did the Cody Brown again. God damn. <laughs> that laugh. Again, I said I'm off the perk, bro. <laughs> Anyways, What's first boyfriend, it's high school bourbon. <laughs> it is a fucking bourbon. Jesus. Um. Yeah. So I was with him, uh, and then I was with him for four years, and then after that relationship, it really changed me, and I was like, "Bad breakup." Well, I again, it, this 
I'm sorry. It sounds really dark, but like I'm healed from it now. But like he raped me, so that was my oh, first time. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, okay. It was like a funny podcast, but no, no, no. But no, I promise no. it's going to okay. be a dark comedy at the end. We, no, we oh, love God. dark comedy. Okay. No, you, no. Okay. Sorry okay. that happened to you. I'm okay. glad you healed from it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that was so sincere. I love that. I, okay. I mean, I try to not be a piece of shit. Ninety percent of the time. I mean, I am a well-known dick, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, thanks for not seeing, like, expecting See? very high of us, yeah, you know, yeah. like, oh, geez, but she it's, it's my great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I try to not be a bona fide piece of shit, like, 90% of the time, so. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, That's horrible. That's, I, I laugh. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> literally no, horrible. It's, <clears throat> well, it's, well, you're about to laugh in a second, so. Alright, okay. right, <laughs> I'm ready. Let me spit my chew out before I choke on it. <laughs> <laughs> Drink my bourbon. I took chew like four times, but it was like it always made me like really like hyper. I was like anxious. Hyper? I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do something. And it was like, in my are you mouth. sure it was chew? Oh, or was it, coke? it was chew <laughs> mixed first with coke. Like, oh, first time damn. I did, I had my pants around my ankles puking in the bowling room bathroom. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's a story for another day. Is it? So, um, so I was with him, and after that happened, I felt like something like after that encounter i felt like something entered me like literally like spiritually and i felt i felt like i just wanted to like have sex all the time you mm -hmm. know and so i was like i say this is the the comical part usually a girl or a guy would like not want to do it with that person well i started kind of like raping him in a sense this okay. is kind of like a 360 you know so you had like a that's a real thing i, yeah. I think it might have been on the dr phil show it's not like a stockholm syndrome thing right it's like a you're not you're not um sympathizing with your quote-unquote abuser mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call them but you start to um kind of take on that identity yeah and like Wow, that sucked. And and I know it's cliche, but yeah. there are people out there, men and women alike, that have the quote-unquote rape fantasy, mm -hmm. right? That's a real thing. And I, I'm i not going to, I'm certainly not going to name names, but years and years ago, I dated someone that had that. I developed that after and that. And yeah. I, I was so uncomfortable with yeah. that, that like I literally could not satisfy her because I'm like, I cannot do these things to you Dude, that you want me to do to you. Yeah. Because Dude, I can't do that. Like, I can't. Yeah. I can't do that. But that is a very real thing. Well, that's good that you're like that because there's a lot of people that like buy into they it. can't. They're likely, yeah. Let's do it. Finish unless they uh, exactly oh. they can't finish unless yeah. Uh. And then then uh. it becomes a problem. I know it's an addiction. It's like I have to do it this way. Like, yeah, like I have to choke <laughs> you with a belt or. <laughs> Bro, this, that's crazy. This is an X-rated podcast, okay? What, what did we say a couple episodes ago? This is our podcast. Not your podcast. I promise it gets more if, pure at the end. Yeah, it, yeah. Cheyenne <laughs> will we take us home at the end, but it's gonna to be go. it's gonna be here. It's so gonna be rough. you 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 get you kind of start to take on that that not identity, but like that feeling of mm -hmm. oh, like fuck, it made me like feel empowered. Yeah, 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 and it's in it, control. Yeah, and then also it's like. I found out, I mean, I didn't know at the time, but it was very, like, demonic what I was feeling. Because I sure. was like, oh, like, I feel, you know, like, I feel like I'm the boss. I'm going to do this. Like, I call Power. the shots now, you know? Power. Yeah. And and if you think about it, like, um, even if you're not Christian, like, it's just like, there's a lot of people in the world that you know, want power, but I mean, that's how the devil, like in the Bible, like that's how he fell because he thought he was more powerful than God, mm -hmm. you know? So it's just, it all results in pride. 
mm-hmm. you know. So then um, fast forward after this, I had I left him actually um, okay. because I felt like it it was it was weird like i just lost feelings for him because i wanted to have sex with more guys so i was like okay like and he didn't expect that he thought he had me forever Mm -hmm. you know so like i left him but also he he said he we weren't going to get married so i was like why why try you know so it was kind of mixture if that's not the goal yeah because he well so he was korean his mother was full korean and she was also like racist against me because i wasn't full you know? I've heard that that they're yeah. if you're not pure whatever they kind of get yeah. a little finicky about that. So I, I knew he was like siding too, with her. So I was like, okay, like I'm gonna leave. So when I left, I started doing the party thing. I tried every drug. I had um I had this. Did you try the K-pop? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh damn! I did the Joe Rogan like, hey Jamie, pull it up. Pull it up. <laughs> Is is the square? Is the the little circle still have a square <laughs> in it? <laughs> is the number going up? Okay. We're getting... <laughs> Fucking it. hell, Sue! Got to hold your hand through a simple process. I couldn't see it. Good thing your ass looks fantastic in this jar. It always does. <laughs> it always did does. Try... Always does. Tyler said, "Did you try the K-pop?" <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, and then her fucking ex-boyfriend's mom was like, "You can't do that." No, you... literally. <laughs> Only full blood in Korea is okay, Bob. What's the Bobby, Bobby Lee? Bobby Lee, where he's, he's making fun of his dad. Grandma die. I'm sorry. Terribly racist. I, well, no, honestly, I love racist jokes. I also took improv, which I'll get into that later. Oh, let's I took comedy, so I, I like... Were you in an improv group called the Wackadamia Nuts? <laughs> no. That was a Family Guy reference. That was terrible. Oh, sorry. I don't watch, I don't watch TV. Neither do I. Okay. I feel like my life's a movie. She's fucking cool. He looked at me, not even the camera. He was like, she's fucking cool. (laughs) (laughs) She don't watch TV. I love racist jokes. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So then. um, I think all things are good as long as we don't like drop any racial slurs. I think we're okay. Yeah. We've said on this podcast before if words offend you or if jokes offend you, like this isn't the show for you. So, like, yeah, no, I don't get offended. We make fun of ourselves more than we make fun of anybody else. Like, we buy into the dumb redneck thing, like, way more, like, especially me. Like, this is the, like, one of the few times I'm not wearing camo. Like, normally I'm dressed like the straight up, like, redneck bum ass. It's like my dad. Yes. I can attest to that. I know him. <laughs> yeah. Ride a cowboy. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, no, we, we make, it, if you can't laugh at yourself, then you have no right to laugh at anybody else. And I yeah. laugh at myself more than anybody, so. Yeah. But, yeah. I love racist jokes. <laughs> she leaned in. She leaned in. And listen, sure. she's Korean. She can oh, say emphasis. that. So fuck you. Okay? She's Korean. She can say that. She loves uh, racist jokes, and you can't do a fucking thing about it. I love it. it. So, um, you wanted to have sex with more guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're comfortable so enough. I'm we're celibate now, enough. so gonna, sounds weird. I'm going to start making fun of you. We're comfortable enough now. I love so. it. I love it. Let's get comfortable. So I did. So I did. I wish it was that easy for me. You know, like, I want to sleep with more women. Yeah, just, so I did. It is not like anyone. Not with good ones. What? Not with. Well, I mean, I didn't. I guess. 
It's, I wasn't, I wasn't it is way <laughs> easier for women than it is for men. Okay. Yeah, Let's I have be to. I have to oh, girls nowadays, I don't know. Oh, it's it's like an eight step yeah. program. Girls I have nowadays, to subscribe you don't fucking to. know if the girls or not. Yeah. <laughs> so you gotta be careful. Thank you. Mr. What is time for a diggling tuck tuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hooked on smacking Thai lady boys. Like, whoa. <laughs> yes! <bro. laughs> and they look better than, like, most girls. I know. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, you see some little pretty woman walking down, and you're like, hey. Let me see your birth dude, certificate. I'm, I'm pretty fucking hot. I think I'd be a hot You dude. are hot. You are hot. You'd be a good-looking girl. You'd be a really good-looking girl, bro. You'd I got too much facial hair for it. I can't grow any, so I'm a chick. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> God, we went from racist jokes to tranny jokes to canceled, canceled, canceled. Yeah. It's okay. Fine. It's fine. Sorry. We'll just change the <laughs> name said, and restart it. <laughs> shave our faces. Well, not you, because you know, well. Yeah, I'm never shave. Yeah, <laughs> she, she said, so I did. Sometimes <laughs> I get a little mustache when I shave it. <laughs> you could probably grow more fucking facial hair than he yeah, can. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Motherfucker Damn. needs to get on test. <laughs> I don't know. I just tell the gas station attendant when, like, they, when they ID me, she's like... Can, can I see your ID, please? And I make a funny joke. I'm like, yeah, when I'm 50, I'll look 24. So it's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's I good. mean, that's true. It is true. It's all good. Yeah. Anyways. So <laughs> so you did. <laughs> it's yeah. aging. Uh, yeah. So, um, okay. So the first time that I, like, fell in love with someone after that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, this guy was from New York. He, I didn't know at the time, but I found out he was married. Mm. Um, yeah, but he flew. As fuck. He but anyway, flew <laughs> I didn't even. Yeah, I didn't even know. And he flew me to New York, and I was like, "Oh, I love you." Like I never even knew what he looked like. I was just so obsessed with like, you know, finding love again and feeling that romance, you know. Sure. And of course, I wasn't living for God. Like I was kind of putting God on the back burner, you mm-hmm. know. So I was like, "He's like, let me fly you out." Like, and he was talking to me when I was seventeen, so it's like illegal. He was like in his thirties, and then when I turned oh, eight, shit. yeah, when I turned eighteen. Um, he's like, yeah, let's go. Like, I'll fly you out. And then I went out. And then that was, I think that really marked um, me just having sugar daddies. Because he was also like a sugar daddy for okay. me. And so I started doing like, I was working a daycare at the time. But then I started um, also doing cam modeling. So, you know, like Chatterbay, all that stuff. I'm oh, sure. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So, uh, what's it? Omegle. I've heard that term, but what is, uh, is that what it is? <laughs> it, it, dumpster it, porn. It, yeah, dumpster porn. Cody's Cody, Cody, Cody's favorite stuff. Dumpster, Cody's I don't even what know. Is <laughs> it's where you, where you pretend that it's you that's fucking them. Really? POV shit. The, well, yeah, you tell them what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they That's pay. what Cody's into. It, it's virtual. It's all, yeah. It's like you get, it's, yeah. it's a live girl. It's like you being live right now. Yeah. And then I'm like, do this, and then I'll pay you this if you do this, and you do it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cody. I know. Cody. We got a buddy that's I don't, that I, don't, I don't think he actually does it, but we make fun of him. Yeah, he, he, he. He admitted to it. Midget porn, dumpster porn. That's what I, he likes. I used to make fun oh. of him for fucking porn. I don't know that he's into that. Like, is that you want to bet? You want to know how many times he sent me links to midget porn because he knew that it bugged hey, well, me? Fuck you, Cody. <laughs> this episode's about Cheyenne. Cheyenne, go ahead. <laughs> we got a weird buddy. All right, go ahead. <laughs> no, I understand. It's oof. Um, and so of course, like at the time, you know, I was I was addicted to porn. I was having sex all the time, so I was very promiscuous. And then I started making money with having sex. I started. So then it was feeding it. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean, had just motivation. Keep, 
Yeah, because yeah. that's how sin sin multiplies. You know, it doesn't just start one mm. way; it keeps going. So, and then of course, I was drinking here and there. I was doing this and that, and then um, I had boyfriends in between. And then I started dancing, so I started stripping mm-hmm. for a while. And then I started. Um, obviously, I had like regular like sugar daddies, you know. Sure. And then I also had. Um, and then I also got into the like adult industry. Like I actually started doing porn myself. Mm-hmm. So I literally did everything. It just kept that, compounding. Yeah, that was something that I told these guys. I was like, you would not believe this girl's story. Like you would. <laughs> I'll be real with you. I thought you were full of shit. Yeah. I no, did. I bet. Yeah. I did my research. It's a lot. You're not. Oh, like, you did. <laughs> like <laughs> I just. I mean. All I mean, of I it. get it. No, but like I, I just from the standpoint of like, no way. No yeah. way, this is legit. And then at, you, a, at a small town, in a short a small period of time too. And then you sent yeah. your music, and we'll get into your music, yeah. you know, shortly. But like, you get you, you send us your music, and I'm like, I told these guys in the group chat, I'm like, bro, everything she said is legit. Like, she <laughs> is not because you just don't hear that story very often. Like from small town girl to to the sugar daddy thing to the the adult industry to music to <laughs> yeah. contemporary Christian music, like this. Mm-hmm. gigantic wide range of life experiences and living in LA and the, it, and I'm not trying, it mm-hmm. wasn't like I was trying to question your character, but oh, I didn't no, know yeah, you, right? Of course. Yeah. So I, I meet a stranger in the gym and she tells me these things. And <laughs> I'm small like, fu- in a, in a, in a town of 10, 10 to 14,000 people. Yeah. And it was just, it wasn't that I thought you were a liar. It's just that I, yeah. I literally had it like, bro, like, if we're gonna have her on this pod, then I gotta fact check this shit. Yeah, of course. So, <laughs> but, I mean, I found it. I found it all, and I was yeah. like, fact checker, fact checkers found this to be false information. Fact check, hide. Yeah. fact fact checkers. God damn, that's yeah, a mouthful. Fact, fact checkers. Say it fast, like fact five checkers. times. Fact checkers. Sounds like I'm saying <laughs> fact check. Pop <laughs> paper. Hey, Lord, stop playing fact checkers. Flag But. No, I did. I, I I had to do my research, and it wasn't that I thought you were, you know. Mm-hmm. But when you hear a story like that, you're like, you know, it's very you, dramatic. I mean, you and I talked for 15 minutes in the gym, and I was like, man, this is a lot. Like, so I I, I did. I did my research, and I, I I I discovered it all, and I was like, yo, she's legit. All that she's saying is legit. We mm-hmm. gotta have her on the pod because it was just like. This story is so crazy, and I, <laughs> it, it really is like all yeah. that you've been through mm-hmm. and um, seen and done and experienced and and all that. It's just such a compelling, compelling mm-hmm. story, and and you know, as you would put it, a testimony. And mm-hmm. so, I'm curious. How to did hear you more. get? How did you get into the adult industry? Like what? Mm-hmm. What? What? <laughs> like, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't want to touch on it, you don't have to. Oh, but I would like, love to. What? What yeah. led you? Like not led you to that because there's obviously money in it but and you were making money with the the sugar daddy thing and the um just so much stuff yeah so like does somebody does an agent hit you up does you don't have to if you don't if you're not comfortable talking about it then don't talk about it oh but no just, i would love to i'm okay. very open go for it um it's just it just shows how like aggressive I am. I'm very like a go getter, yeah, you know. So that's why that. I was kind of like chuckling myself. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. Right, I did that. Um, so there was this porn documentary on Netflix. One day, Ooh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think it's called When Porn Ends. Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's yep. good. You're you're married, right? Yeah, I saw your ring. Yep. I'm like naturally, I naturally look at yeah. that stuff because I right. worked in the clubs and stuff. So right. like, <laughs> I yeah, no, you get it. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the married guys good. gave oh, way more money, didn't sweet. they? The married guys gave way more money, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. It depends. Yeah. Or sorry. sometimes it'd be like the foreign exchange students and they have their parents' money and then like oh, the younger true. guys. It yeah, would just depend. But yeah, but God bless them. Eh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, I was watching a porn documentary and it was really fascinating for me. And um, and I would always watch like romantic films or like just anything, just just love or sex based, you know. So I was like, OK, like that's what would catch my attention all the time. So then at the end of this porn documentary, it said directed by and written by and then it had a name. And mm-hmm. I was like. I wonder if I just like search him if I could find him on Facebook and ask him if I could be in the industry. And okay. it's that easy. I no searched shit. him searched him on Facebook, message him. Um and uh at what age, I'm sorry. I was I was literally seventeen and a half at this point, but I didn't follow through with it until I turned eighteen. Okay. Okay. But he still Because they probably to me. wouldn't take you. Yeah. If you weren't eighteen, right? Because I mean just Right. Yeah. 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 Because that's big, yeah, bring an entire industry to its knees type shit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. oh, yeah. (laughs) It's definitely, of course, been done, like, I mean, if you're, like, trafficked, of course. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole other deal. I I just gotta say this, when um, the porn industry is funded, um, no, human trafficking is funded by the porn industry. I don't know if you guys knew that. Really? And I've also, like, been... Elaborate. I'll get into this later. Yeah, I, you've got to sort of tell about that. Elaborate yeah. on that a little bit of how... Mm. So, um... Okay. She's like, what can I say? What can there's I say? just what can so I say? much. No, like, there's just so much. I'm like, how do I word it? Lord, help me. Jesus, we're, okay. We're, I think we're we're trying to make this story linear, but we're we're still all over. No, she's, she's got yeah, this linear. Fine. We're good. Yeah. Trying. Um, so, so, to answer your question, um, so... How it's funded, I mean, well, you got to think, like, why is human trafficking a multi-billion dollar industry? Well, there has to be people keeping secrets. And also, Mm -hmm. I mean, the devil is the father of all lies. So this all lines up with the Bible, you know. And so it's like people, I mean, there's people working, like, nine to five jobs. Like, they're working in, like, regular offices in Columbus. There's people that are in L.A. that are, like, car dealers. I mean, Human traffickers are hidden in these areas and these types of lifestyles, you know. Um, they even have families, and and I'll get into it later, but, yeah, I was almost trafficked twice um, by guys mm. I was dating. And this was in L.A., of course, because it's more prevalent over there. But there's definitely, like, a lot of human traffic, like, portals here as well in Ohio. Um, and so, and that's, like, there was a sign in Columbus that said, like, um, save children from human trafficking, like, in Columbus. I saw it, like, six months ago. Okay. Um, so yeah, definitely people know about it and I'm grateful that they, they do know about it now. Like the sound of freedom movie that came out. Yeah. It yep. was a human trafficking movie. I yep. saw that. That was very real. Like everything that was in that movie are some things that like I experienced. And so that was like really like, like pinpointed, you know? Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll get into that later of how that happened. So I just searched this guy and, um, he goes, yeah, I could fly you out to Miami and you could start doing porn like right then. And he's like, what are you okay with? He gave me <laughs> so like professional for no reason. He gave me like this, like whole like resume thing to fill out. He's like, are you okay with like girl, girl scenes? Are you okay with like 
orgies, like all this, like it's like a freaking big. big it's very group. organized, from what I've <laughs> yeah. heard. Yeah, and I, was I like, mean, as funny I as it know. is, but yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I've never. I was like, I don't know. And I'm like checking stuff. I'm like, I guess you know, because it's like you know, again, when you enter sin, it's like there's there's no boundaries. So I was kind of, I was also getting out of a relationship that he, my boyfriend was addicted to porn. So that made me really angry. And it made me hurt that he's looking at another woman. Which is ironic me. because you were also addicted to porn. Yeah, exactly. And but it's a control thing. Yes, exactly. So yeah, you're so smart. He's so emotionally intelligent. Here's, yes. here, here's the thing is I, I love that you admit your past faults and yeah. like where you, you, and I, I recognize this when we had our conversation in the gym, mm -hmm. you recognize where you were wrong. Mm -hmm. And this is another one of those scenarios where you're like, Hey, this is the mindset that I was in. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was addicted to this, but he was too. But the reason that I was addicted to it is because of this past experience. Mm -hmm. And I had a control mechanism that I had to satisfy and him being addicted to porn wasn't letting me satisfy the control mechanism. Mm -hmm. So therefore I was jealous, infuriated, whatever it might be. Yeah. So it's, it's all a, it's all a, it, it all links together of, Hey, here's where my mind was at this point. So I, I value that because not very yeah. many people will admit. Yeah. Here's, here's where I was. Here's, this is X number of years ago. Here's where my mindset was. Yeah. You know, people don't want to admit their faults. So that was another reason why I was like, Hey, yo, Old <laughs> girl ain't afraid to spill it all out there. So like, I, I mean, I, I had to write a whole ass song about it. You did. <laughs> he 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 at a very young age had to write a porn song. So because his old man caught him watching the shit, and he had to write a song. Wait, so. well, yeah, go ahead. We've all had the talk with our parents of like, my dad was like, hey, if you click this little button, there's a history tab you can click. Well, on. no one right, like no one delete. had that conversation with me. It. All right. I didn't know about that. I mm. just accident, you know, I got curious one day on the Google. You know, and you Google boobs, and didn't I you? Google boobs. <laughs> you yep. <said laughs> that's what every 12, 13 year old boy too. does. That's the funny part. Is they, but they they're literally amazing. just Google boobs. And I just boobs. And I was like, <laughs> boobs images. And I was like, oh and that's my why God. we Google them. Okay? I was like, it's this easy. It's so easy. And yeah. so then the search began. <laughs> the search. The mom, search. The hub became the hub, bro. Oh, oh this shit. was before the hub, this man. This was probably before the hub. This was like um, oh, X shit. hamster or whatever. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't even. It's like, oh, God damn it, I did it's it like again. X, Fuck. X tube or some girl. shit like that. I don't know. You porn, bro. Yeah, you porn was the one. Coming but, uh, in, coming in here now. Hey, you better be yeah, so I'm looking at all this shit. My mom has a conversation with my dad, and we are in. Don't let this go anywhere. Okay. We're in a very public area. I'm all trying area, to keep it linear. And my dad fucking comes out of nowhere, and he's like, "Son, do I need a gritty off camera?" Yeah. You're too white to fucking gritty. Don't you dare. What's a gritty? You, know you live in L.A. and you don't know you what a gritty, gritty is? No. It's like the dance that all these football players are doing after they score a touchdown oh. for like two years straight. Huh. Okay. He doesn't watch sports, so. He I don't either. I just know some shit probably. my kids started fucking talking oh, about because kids? of. Yeah. Wow. I have one. Are you serious? Two of them. You have one? Yeah. How many does he have? One. Wow. Yep. Yep. One year old, lot, one year lot old. Of babies around here. Nine and ten year old. <laughs> wow, nine and ten year old. <laughs> he got busy. Early. Eight and ten. Are you serious? <laughs> or eight and ten? Excuse eight me. and ten. Yeah. Well, you guys yeah. look too young to have kids. 
Hey, I'm beautiful. Like I said, when I'm 50, I'll look 24. It's amazing. Wow. I just, you know, I I just look great. How old are you guys, <laughs> if you don't mind? 28. 28? 29. 28. Oh, 25. Woo. Are you really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Okay. It starts to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> right about now We're in is, our where, is where it starts to hurt. You, you know, wake up with new pains. 40 is the new 20, Area, though. Areas. It is. It is. Amen. Yeah, it is. Period. <laughs> 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 my LA's coming out, period, with the T. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> my valley girl's coming out. I, I do live in the valley, though. It's really nice. Um, It's like it's like a really bougie area, but it's also by the chaos in Hollywood. It's so mm. nice. It's called Studio City. I'm only like 53% drunk, so I could hit like 47% of a grid. <laughs> <laughs> I said, right, We waited for you. No, 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 no. Subconsciously, I think we did subconsciously. I just do the intros and the outros. That's all I do. Okay. And then the voiceovers, but. And then the voiceovers. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, you were saying. What was I saying? Where the fuck Which were one? We? I know. Was, you, you, you were oh. filling out the resume. Oh, God. Yes. yes. The, the resume. The menu. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> Hey, let me eat it. I'm like, <laughs> Not the menu. Going home. Going home. I said, let me eat it. I'm going home. Not the menu. First no. thing, I don't know the goddamn password. What's the fuck password? I got you. Oh, by I the, are you guys dick 29. Something, oh, like, something like that, yeah. Are you guys all married, though? No. No? no. Just him. Oh, that's sweet. I've been married before. He's divorced. Yeah. I'm divorced. I'm divorced. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell hey, yeah. you got any more of that, <laughs> that shit? <laughs> he said it <laughs> coming off the crossfeed. Yeah. Oh, I'm down. If you're down, I mean, it's there. Yeah, I know it's there. Is it loaded? Kinda. <laughs> but anyway, um, you're filling out your menu. Filling out the menu. We're both <laughs> divorced and yeah, back on track. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I just started doing that, and then um, I, and then right after. I, I did a few of the videos. Um, I came Next back to the box. I came back to Ohio, and then after I came back to Ohio, like I had, um, I had a decision to make because simultaneously I was stripping while I was doing the videos, and then I met my ex-husband. Oh, in the club. Like you met him in the club. I, I was his first dance. That like might that have type. been your husband in the strip club. Yeah, the first. In the I met game. a few boyfriends me, in the strip club. That makes me think of Usher and Lil John. I know and it's so crazy. <laughs> I'm in love with a stripper. Yeah, so um, I was. <laughs> I'll be there in a bit. <laughs> um, and so basically, um, I I stopped doing porn because I you know fell in love with him, and then. Um, and it was crazy because I was very open with him about it. I was like, oh, I'm doing porn. He was like, oh, that's cool. Like, he kind of had that idea. But then he realized, wait, like, I'm falling in love with you. I don't want you to, you know. Cause, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah obviously, yeah. And so, and so, um, and then he it started to become a problem with me dancing and all this stuff. And then I basically just, we got a divorce. Um, he also started being very abusive. So, um and he also never let go of his ex, which she was a minor. And then he left for the military. Oh, Jesus. And so I was like, okay, like, and you know, I was tempted to get him kicked out of the army because I could have. Right. Oh, yeah. But God was softening my heart. And I, I was like, God, like, I know I'm stripping. I know I'm doing all this. But so like, at Lord. this point, you've, you've hit the peak of 
the stuff you were doing, and yeah. now you're starting that. You're starting that downhill. Yeah, going back to. I got really depressed. Yeah, yeah, I started taking like depression pills. Someone told me I was bipolar. I took bipolar medication. Okay. Um, but really, I was never bipolar. It was just I was going through a divorce. Like, you know? yeah. <laughs> like everyone wants to diagnose and say, "Oh, time. you're bipolar." Yeah. That's the first time. thing they do. Put you on medic. Diagnose you with something. And putting you on medication. Thank you. Yes, yep. doctors. It's a joke. Yep. Thank you. Long story short, it's a fucking joke. It is. I've been there done that. I, I, was I, I lost a few years of my life to that shit. Same, homie. Same. Feel like a zombie, bro. I we, we talked about it. Sleeping most of the time. You, you missed, we talked you, about you, it. If I, I don't remember what episode it was, but Tyler and I got pretty teary eyed talking about our. Yeah. We've both been on antidepressants and, yep. and been through that. Um. Uh, how do I put it? That really, I'm lost. There's nothing in my life worth anything. Mm. I'm on this medication and I feel nothing. I don't feel low. I don't feel exactly. high. I don't feel, I'm just right here. You feel like you're a I robot. I can't feel jo- robot, zombie. I just fucking all, exist, bro. You're just there. <laughs> you literally it. wake up, you go to work, you come home, you go to bed. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of what it was. And him and I both have lived that so I can I can relate to you on that standpoint. It was a doctor giving me a diagnosis. And, and mm. to be fair, <clears throat> the medication did what it was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It made me stop wanting to not exist. Right. Oof. But it also made me feel nothing. And I got to a point I think I was on it for six to nine. No, I was on it for at least a year. And I got to the point where I was like Long story short, I was dating a girl that was like, look, you you need to get some help. And shout out to her for like saying, mm. hey, you need to get some help. And I did, but I got the wrong kind. Mm. Maybe it was the right kind for the time where I was like, yo, I don't, not feeling this whole living thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and and then when I got off of that, <clears throat> I was on that medication. And I'm like, okay, well, now I feel nothing. I think I can beat this on my own without medication. And that's... Like when I stopped taking it, I had a horrible withdrawal. I ended up nobody talks about withdrawal off antidepressants. Yeah, I ended up in the emergency room because they thought I had meningitis. It was that bad. Like I just like passed out one day, just <laughs> dropped over at work. Ended up in the hospital. Bad deal. Withdrawal off antidepressants is terrible. Ooh. So oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I so, went through that. Yes. Yeah, Birth control too. Same thing. Yeah. I, I took that, that for too. five years and. I, I I've heard that it's bad. Oh, I was depressed yeah. for three Because it fucks with your hormones. Oh, yeah. I, thank so, the Lord I'm not on. I am. Yes. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so yeah. you come off that shit and you're like, yo, I can beat this on my own. And then it, it's still a daily battle, right? It's a daily um, contest with yourself of, yeah. am I going to let the bad thoughts and the negative emotions win? Or mm-hmm. am I going to be positive and beat this shit out? Yeah. And it's, I mean, you can relate. He can relate. You know what I mean? Preston, thankfully, can't relate. I'm glad. I can. Nope. I've always been so thankful that he can't. I don't want anybody to go through that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want anybody else to feel that. Preston's so pure. He's. I'm just here. (laughs) To be fair, he is the most genuine human being I've ever met. I can tell he has a healthy marriage, too. He does. I feel it. He is is the most genuine human being ever. She, she does. does beat me, she but does other beat him. Than that, we're all good. She does beat him uh, deservedly. He's a yep. piece of shit. Yeah, Sydney yep. is an angel. Oh, uh, Sydney is an angel. Um, God love her. Thank you for letting us watch football <clears throat> at your house on Saturdays. We appreciate Aww. you, and I love you. You're my sister from another Mister. Um, 
but but yeah, it it's uh, I, I've always been so thankful that he's never had to know that. Um, Tyler and I relate because we yeah. do know that feeling. Same thing with you. Like mm-hmm. it's you can speak to that. It's a oh, it's brutal getting be, before medication and after medication are are, are tough. Yeah. Like and I'm when I when I say after, I mean after getting off. Are you off antidepressants now? Oh yeah, that's been like five six. Yeah, years. same same. So, I only took it for like three months. Yeah, I took it for a year. Oh yeah, a year. Ooh. A, a year. Now, granted, mine. To be fair, it probably took three months to kick in, like to where, oh. to where I got to that zombie level. Oh. I was on a really low dose. I was on like ten milligrams of. Uh, oh, we said it on the pod. It's the. Uh, I can't think of what it's called now. Damn it. I don't know. <clears throat> but anyways, <clears throat> regardless of what it's called, but it, it probably took three months to kick in. I mean, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big dude. I'm six foot two thirty. Like I'm a big dude. Um, so it probably took a little bit to, to kick in for me. Yeah. Um, and then when it did and I, I got that zombified feeling, I was like, man, I was relieved for the first couple of months. I was like, oh my God, I don't feel so negative all the time. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that I couldn't get happy. Like I couldn't get juiced up about something. Yeah. And then I was like, well, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Tr- Cause even before medication, I was like, man, I still got those highs. Yeah. Cause I really low lows. So then I got to a point, I went through a really bad breakup. She broke up with me on Valentine's Day. It was mm. awful. I went, I, Why I went is to, it always on Valentine's yeah. Day? <laughs> what is... She came home and said, I don't love you anymore, and I'm leaving. On and she Valentine's moved out. Yeah, oh, yeah, Day? Yeah, straight up. Straight up. Had a whole date planned and everything. I feel like it happens to everybody. Had a whole date planned and everything, girl. You don't even know. Tore my heart out. I bet. So, and then I'm sitting alone in my house. The first house I ever lived in outside of my parents, I was like 22 years old. And I went and bought a dog because I thought that would fill the void. And I'm not trying to make this about me. I've no, already told this story, fine. but just so you know, you can maybe relate. But of course, I go through all this shit, and then I'm like, okay, well now I can't get excited about anything, and I've gone through this traumatic. I don't like using that word, but mm-hmm. like rough event oh, in my life, right? Oh, yeah, and, and, and I'm on this fucking this this zombifier medication, mm. and. <laughs> It's fucking horrible. And I'm like, dude, I, w- I need to feel some motherfucking happiness. Yeah. Like, so I said, fuck this shit. I'm going to do this on my own. Mm. And granted, I had a really bad withdrawal at a week off the medication. Mm. But once that passed, oh my God, like my, it was like my eyes opened for the first time in life. And I was like, yo, I can literally beat this on my own. Mm. I cannot, I can be a mentally strong person that says anytime those negative thoughts creep in my head and I think oh woe is me my life is so hard I think about all the people that have it worse than me Mm. and I'm like bro you're a bitch if you think that you can't get through whatever you're fucking trying to get through right and Tyler you and I have talked about this so many times where dude life sucks right scrape paycheck to paycheck trying to whatever it might be trying to feed your kids trying to do whatever you know all three of us have kids so it's it's you know, you're trying to support mm. other people and you're trying to um, generate this life that you have have had in your mind since you mm. were a kid of where you wanted to be at X age mm. and you're not there, right? That's a tough pill to swallow. But when I got off that medication, I realized, yo, I don't give a fuck what I thought at 16. I didn't know shit at 16. Mm-hmm. So whatever thought I had in my head of where my life should be at, at 28 like I am right now is bullshit. Because at 16, I didn't know fucking shit. All yeah. I knew was and we what think my parents we do. told me. 
You think that's a <laughs> exactly that's the crazy thing is you think you fucking know at sixteen. You don't know shit. You literally you can agree with that, right? I mean, you were in the military. Like you get out of high school and you mm. go straight to the military. Was that your dream? No. So I moved out on my you own moved out at in seventeen. High yeah, and mm. I thought then that I was going to grow up to be a rock star. Mm. And uh-huh. when I started approaching graduation, our band kind of broke up, and mm. I was kind of really looking at. We thought we were what the fuck am I going to do? I fucking am a rock star. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But like, I was just kind of looking like, what, what the fuck am I going to do? And we actually had a recruiter visit our aviation class, and he was talking about this stuff, and I was like, who you? I'm gonna. I I I have this skill that I'm learning with aircraft maintenance. I can go in the military Mm. and do it. Yep. And they'll pay for me to go to school, and I'll. Mm -hmm go to school for two different things. I can get my aviation certificates and all that shit, and then mm-hmm. I can go to school for music. I ended up just going to school for music, and I thought that was going to be my ticket, and I graduated, and I was like, well, I have this fucking degree that I can't really use. So mm-hmm. But you great. learned you learned. But so I kind of knew what the expectation was. Yeah. I knew there wasn't going to be much use for it in Ohio when I moved back, but I expected to be able to use that towards... Mm. Build my own thing. But you learned what you wanted to learn as far as aviation mechanics go in the Navy. Oh, yeah. You know, that was your MOS. So. Yeah. I just, I tried to do that when I got out and it, I fucking hated it. And Cheyenne, I didn't mean to derail mm. you know, no, your I, conversation as I always. I like listening. But, you know, what was that like for you coming off of that? You're, you're coming out of the adult industry and you're going through these life changes, you know, whether it's coming out of that or it's getting off the antidepressants or whatever it might be. Mm. What was that experience like for you? So the last time I took any type of antidepressant, it was like when I was 20. And how old are you now? If you don't mind me, I know you're not supposed to ask a lady how old she is, but I'm 25. Okay. 25. You're just a couple years younger than us. So you would have been like a sophomore or something when we were seniors. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, I was on my way with my moving truck with my grandfather, like going to LA. It took okay. like four days to drive there with my moving truck. And I remember that was the last time I, I popped like three of the pills, like just to like not feel anything just to kind of like slug out the rest of the day. And I was in the middle of my divorce. He was also threatening to like kill himself and me. So nice. it was kind of like I was like running away uh, as well. Sure. But also Escaping. it was yeah. Yeah. Um and I've of course I did that a lot in relationships. I just like go ghost cuz like I didn't at the time I didn't feel like I didn't know what to do, so I felt like it's better to just like not say anything. That sure. was kind of my pattern. Um cuz I felt so overwhelmed, like so sad that it ended, you know. Um, and nobody so wants their mar- nobody wants their marriage to fail. Let's be real. Yeah. Good, bad, or indifferent. Or even nobody- breakups. Like, oh, yeah. that's the worst pain for me. Yeah. J- just considering my history, that's like the worst pain. Like, I'm very, you know, careful right. now. Nobody wants their relationship, regardless of how deep or long it is. Nobody wants a relationship to fail. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and so basically, I, I would say... It was relatively, it was relatively easy. I just kind of, it's, I've always been very like, um, fluid. So like, I'll just like, I can adapt to whatever. 
So like me just getting off it, I just made a decision. I was like, okay, I'm off it. Um, so it wasn't that hard. Your marriage, you mean? Oh, the marriage? Or are you oh, talking about your pills? About the, the pills. The, okay. Yeah. The pills. I'm sorry. I just wanted <laughs> no, to clarify. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the marriage, it took probably about a good year to get over. And it's funny because like we were only together for five months. You struck me as a very, it, this could be a poor assessment on my part, but just you strike me as someone that loves really hard. Yes. So like when you're in that state of mind, like it's really hard to get out of it. Yeah. That's fair. And I, it's interesting, too, because I've had a lot of short-lived things. Mm-hmm. Like, I fall in love quick, but I can also fall out of love quick. Okay. So, and I think... Which and I've can be a good thing. Because mm-hmm. it, it can be a good thing for you. <laughs> for me. Yeah. But, but hey, at the end of the day... She's a heartbreaker. No! She's what? She's a heartbreaker. No, I've so had mine broken. You're a black widow, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I'm not. You, it's good for you, right? Be, and it, this might be terrible of me to say, but at the mm-hmm. end of the day, who do you got to look out for? When you, especially when you don't have kids, yourself. Yeah. yeah. And Your I, number one is you. Yeah, and I think also... Um, Not for us, but... <laughs> yeah, well, I grew up with my two little sisters. I grew up, like, taking care of them. Obviously, it's not the same as having your own child, for sure. sure. Um, but it was interesting, like, the transition, because I worked at a daycare with infants, and then I took, like, care of my sisters, like, every day when my mom was doing the madam work. And then I went to, like, older men. So I went from babies to, like, older men pretty quick. Um, and so so I oftentimes, like, I reflect on that because I'm like, oh, maybe I haven't, like, had kids yet because of, like, you know, taking care of my sisters growing up um, starting at nine years old. So I was, like, cooking, cleaning, cleaning the floors, like, you know, making them food, like, changing diapers. And I enjoyed it. Actually, I want to share this because this is a really sweet moment. Like there was times where I would take my little sister and you know where you put like a blanket over the baby and then you tie it and you hold hold the baby like that. And you mm-hmm. would, yeah. Oh, I would I would get so excited to like do that for my sister. You're just making me miss when my, my son was a baby, baby. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And then, oh, Tyler's like, over there going, fuck you, bro. My kids are like 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's... <laughs> Go there's no, yourself. there's no more of that. Yeah, I can, I can maybe do it with Luke. I told you, you needed just Nolan, lock somebody up. You just need Nolan it. weighs as much as his mom now, so he he weighs well, as much as a fucking much. adult. This old girl ain't very big, so neither am I. So kind of needed <laughs> can, to compensate. That warm up. Anyway, I drink a jug of water too. You got that jug? Okay, I see you. Um, see, I just drink. I just anyway, cup after cup after cup. So taking Maybe care of babies. Yeah. Um, like and so water. I'll get into this too because this is going to tie in at the very end with the whole to now. Yeah. Um, so there was a time where I, I guess I had the chance to have a child. So shortly after I went to L.A., I got pregnant by my first photographer. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Listen. Damn. Listen. Everybody you sitting said, here on this couch has, ha- has hey, had damn. sex with somebody they work with, right? No, just me. All right. He would be on two, but a two, but a two and a quarter, quarter, quarter and a half. Not seventy-five. She said two thousand. Nobody else Fuck has had 75. sex with. You're co-worker. fucking cheap. Nobody else has. Had I sex had with sex co-worker. with coworkers when I was a teenager. 
Okay, well, working at Subway don't count. And then I learned real fucking quick that you don't do that. Oh, dude, you don't. Listen, she was a computer programmer. She was from Brooklyn, New York. Oh, shoot. Jesus Christ. Savage. Yeah. She was cute. She was cute. What little attitude, I, I, New York. I, I know. I, she kind of had a little bit of attitude, right? But you kind of liked it. She was kind of mouthy. Kind of <laughs> liked it, and I'm like, listen, if you want, to take your pants off. Okay. Oh <laughs> my god. You can. Oh goodness. You don't have to, but you can. Okay. So oh, nobody else right. me. Preston, Just... you never fucked a coworker. Not from New York. <laughs> He's so smart. She doesn't work here anymore, so I mean that's good. Like, you know, she was like she quit like three months after that, so maybe I like I was really bad. She was just like, oh, I'm out. Did you love her? <laughs> no, fuck no. Oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. Jeez. I, was, I was hammered. <laughs> I, was, I was fucking hammered. Give me and more of that like, bourbon. Like, she was like super liberal too and like wore oh. a mask everywhere. And I was like, Are you gonna wear a mask when I'm plowing you or is that like I'm joking? <laughs> Not the mask. She did. She wore a mask. It was like 2022. It's a mental illness now if people are still wearing masks. If there is one person wearing a mask, I'm like, you're fucked up in the head, dog. No, literally. You're you're fucked up in the head. I will say, I know some people that legit wear them Uh for allergies. Yeah. Unless it's a really, really old person. Listen, if it's it's somebody that's in their 80s or something, (laughs) I'm like, hey, I'll give you a pass. This girl, to give this girl, another couple years. This girl was like 26, and I'm like, bitch, take that motherfucker off, okay? <laughs> I got to inspect your face before we do this. You can't suck a dick with a mask on. All right, I'm leaving again. I'm leaving. I'm no leaving. face, no case. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. My flesh came out. Oh, I'm too God. old to be laughing out that hard. You're not over it or 20. Oh, 30 30's coming. 30's 30 coming. is young. 30 is coming faster than I do, and that's fucking are fast. <laughs> look, look, look. I want to I want to let you in on some parent math real quick. Okay. Oh, okay. I missed, bro. So, I missed my look, two playing on the floor. 30 is still young if you don't have kids, but each kid you have immediately ages you 10 years. So, really, mm. I'm almost 50. <laughs> You're so I'm 38. Funny. Like yeah. this is this is a hard life. Like knees don't it's work like they used to. The shoulders you not really great. Feel like that? Oh no, yeah, I'm no I'm like fifty. <laughs> You're so funny. I'm old. Listen, it it ain't easy being cheesy. All right, it's it's just not. And I I fully agree that every kid adds a minimum ten years. I would yeah. say twelve. Oh yeah. 12 to 15. If you look, I feel that. Look, if you don't, you don't have a few you grays. Because every day, I, I understand that. Every day. And I was a dude growing up that always said, I'm never going to have kids. And then I and had one. And then it's forever. And then, I had, and then I had one. And it's like the greatest thing ever. But at the same time, I'm like, bro, like, stop talking for like th- three seconds. Stop trying to play with the Christmas tree. Like, yeah. stop doing what you're doing. Everything that you're doing, that's what I tell my son. I'm like, hey, everything that you're doing, the answer is no. Okay? <gasps> so stop. But, like, then he looks at me with those, like, big blue eyes <gasps> oh, that he got from baby. me. And I'm yeah. like. It's a baby. It's so cute. It's he's you. Like, he's, dude, he is. He it's fell you. out of my fucking ass. And I'm like, I can't be mad because you're literally me. Yeah. You're the same way because Bro. Kenny looks just like you, dude. I have to remind my son to put on deodorant now. No, did you stink when you were a kid? So like when he was a kid. I mean, you still stink. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mistake, dude. Bro, but apparently anyway. I still smell good when I'm fucking sweating in the sauna, dog. Oh, no. As soon yeah. as I step into a sauna, I can smell my hair myself. out because, you know, I got that Shirley Temple curl. <laughs> Strawberry shortcake. Okay. What's up, fam? <laughs> my no, barber this is crazy to think Perfect that mullet hair, you're man. over here talking about the, the time, you know, kids going after the Christmas tree. And mm. it's like, I ain't even going to fucking put it up. You know what I mean? Oh. You threaten it. You threaten it. And then it's like, well, fuck, I got to put it up. And now you have to remind Nolan to put deodorant and, on. And now we've got to a point where I have to remind my yeah. son to put on deodorant. Walker is like, hey, he'll go over to the Christmas tree and reach for an ornament and he'll look at me. And I'm like, listen, you little fucker. Mm. Hey, no. And he goes, oh, ah. my no. And I'm like, no. Why is he going to buy a GK by Isaac? And I'm like, <laughs> You're like no. Hey, pop. Yeah, K-pop. Stop. He'll you go, should name dad, this dad. K-pop. He'll, All go, right, we will. he'll go, dad, 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 grab an ornament off the tree. I'm like, you little <laughs> So cute. And then he runs, because <gasps> now he can run. And I'm like, oh, shoot. And I'm like, get into more stuff. Shape. And I'm like, bro, you might be able to get away from me now. Okay. But you got low legs. You're going to get tired eventually. Okay. Oh. Like six steps for you is one for me, bro. I'm gonna catch you eventually. And no. when I do, no. No. I'm gonna look at you no. with those eyes and you're gonna go. Hey. <laughs> and so I'm gonna cute. go, whatever you want to do, it's fine. No, that's so cute. <laughs> oh, I'm the greatest dad ever, let's be honest. I mean. Mm. But anyway. I, I derailed the whole conversation again, or we derailed the whole conversation again. I think we were talking about kids, so then yeah. we started talking more you, about you kids. Did you did you got your pregnant. sister around you got, yourself. You had gotten pregnant. Then you had gotten pregnant. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I love not, this. Yeah. I just want to say real quick before I say what I'm about to say, you guys are like so, like, you guys are sweet dads, you know? So, Thank like, you. I I, cool. I can't relate. But <laughs> you can't relate yeah. to being a sweet dad? No. Well, at least you don't know you have a pecker. What? At least we know that you don't have a pecker. You're not a dad. Yeah, I know. You don't have a dick. <laughs> <laughs> At least from what you've told us. It's 2023. Can't confirm, but y- yeah, you know, can't, we're, can't. we're speculating. I'm an it. Thank you. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I identify as a weaponized no. battle toaster. Oh, shoot. I'm a whale. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a hunchback whale. I'm waiting on you to start. I'm a pink <laughs> hunchback whale. Yeah. So you get pregnant. Yeah. What happens after that? So I got pregnant, and then he... Uh, How old are you at this point? 20. Okay. Just moved to L.A. I'm like, I'm just about to start my acting school. Like, okay. I'm really... Like, Did you want to be an actress? Is that... You know, I tried everything, because, I mean, you guys can probably tell I'm a very curious person, so, like, sure. I'll try everything. So I was in acting school, but I was also doing music, so I just started, like, actually publishing my first song, you I know? I was going to say, I figured we were going to get into the music here shortly, because I... I thought that the music was more recent than some of the other stuff. So yeah, we'll, it was, we'll get into that, right? Yeah, it's the like I, piece. I started doing music in acting school at the same time. Then I stopped doing music for a couple years, and then I got back into it recently. I was going to say, you're back into music now. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that point. But we're, yeah. Yeah, yeah so... so um, you, you're moving to L.A. You're pregnant. Yeah. What's... I, well, I blocked him because I, I broke up with him. Your baby daddy? <laughs> yeah, that's your weird. <laughs> Oh, my could have been oh. your could have daddy. Been yeah, yeah. <laughs> you blocked him. I blocked him because he was he was talking to me about he he was just saying some stuff that really like hurt hurt. My Did feelings. you tell him that you were pregnant? Well, at this time, I didn't know when I blocked him. But oh, then okay. after I got blocked, I was like, I felt so like loving all of a sudden. 
like my body like I felt like something was different and I felt like so loving like my skin was glowing like my hair was getting thicker and I was like I'm starving like I'm eating <laughs> like I, and I'm really enjoying my food like oh, it's yeah, like so good fuck. Fuck, I was homie. so shocked I was like why is this so good I, I'm eating for hours a day mm-hmm. like I'm eating like three like usually I'd eat three plates a day I was eating like Six plates, seven. Did you not have any indication other than that of like, hey. That's it. And in my mood, I was so like joyful, actually. And I was not anxious. I was very tired too. So I like, I'd be joyful for like two hours and I'd go to sleep. And then I'd eat. So that's all I did. And then, and then I, I was like, I have a feeling, (laughs) I was like, I have a feeling I might be pregnant because like, like my boobs went like three times bigger in just a week. And so, I went um, to take a test. I was like, oh my gosh, it's positive. And then I got the second test. I was like, oh my gosh, it's positive. And I started crying. Like, But I was kind of like happy too. It was like mixed emotions. But then I also I was like, I blocked him, you know? And right. I was like, and he's like from France, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I don't think he's going to. Motherfucker smelled real bad, didn't he? I, I that was well, terrible. He smelled good. Joke. He smelled good. He smelled good? Yeah, he did. I only would be with someone he's not scared. Um, but um, and so I unblocked him. Tyler, you're out. <laughs> yeah. I said I unblocked him. I said, hey, like I'm. I could have been sweeter about it, and I wasn't. I didn't have self control at all. I was just mean, and I was very like you're saying, like controlling. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, like I'm pregnant. What are you going to do about it? That's exactly what I said. I was not like sweet at all. Fuck. I know. It was I, thought, I thought the way I was informed was bad. Hey, listen, bro. When that, Damn. When that fucking bitch worse, tried to say she better. was pregnant with my kid, I all I, got, all I got was a fucking picture, a text message of a picture of a positive pregnancy test. No, I no got text. The, hey, can you sit down? I need to Nothing. talk to you. Oh, that's... that's no, it was good. I would have appreciated the warning. You no, know, that's it was good. She went. I didn't handle it well, but she went about it great. Oh, that's awesome. Her name's Cheyenne, too. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Woohoo. Love Is she band. Cherokee Indian? What's that? Is she Cherokee Indian? No, but I am. I am too. Part native. Yeah. Let's go. Oh. Okay. Oh. Um, <coughs> I can tell lots I, of Native I, American jokes oh. because, you know. <laughs> Bring it on. I actually qualified for, I, I have enough that I qualified for a Native American loan from when we took college. That's amazing. It was fantastic. It was amazing. I still have a shit ton of student loan debt, but that's besides the point. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yes, I did. Qual- I, I have enough that I call. My great grandmother was a full blooded Cherokee. Ooh, yeah. come on. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Wow. I always thought my great her, like, great grandmother like was like, full blooded Cherokee. Cherokee name was Dances mm. with Tampons because she was an ass. <laughs> God rest her soul. I have Aww. no idea what you just said. <laughs> Are you off the hizzy? Did you? Oh, I'm you chilling. did, bro. You drank too much bourbon. No, I'm just like. <laughs> he's so oh, he's so pure. Uncle, <laughs> he's so pure. He is really pure. <laughs> you could tell in someone's eyes when they're really pure. He's oh, a gigantic no. piece of shit. Don't let it fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that's me. He's wait, here I am. <laughs> he said. Ah, you said. Here I am. All I got going for me is that my barber told me I have great hair. Okay, that's all I got going for me. So. Woo. Hey, when your barber t- when wait a minute. He's bald. Does this opinion mean nothing? <laughs> I have to I have to tinkle. Oh, well, listen. Do you need to lean against the truck or does Tyler need to show you the real bathroom? I could do either way. The right. dog will eat you. <laughs> hey, do you want me to unlock the truck? Because I got I got shit paper in the truck. Oh, I just need to pee. You just need to shake? Yes. Okay. I, I have, wow. 
that. See, I'm smart. I, I pay that. attention. Preston, you, you you haven't said a word this whole time. I wouldn't say not a word this whole time, but like, I'm curious. It's interesting story. And, and and for the listeners, I know that this is a music pod. I understand that, but listen. If you can't tell a good story, then I don't think that you bring a lot of value. And it doesn't always have to be music related. And listen, this this girl has tens of thousands of views on YouTube of her music videos. So we will get into music shortly. So bear with us. But I think that <clears throat> part of the reason that makes, makes us who we are is the stories and the life experiences. Mm-hmm. They don't always have to tie to music, and ninety nine point nine percent of the time they do. And this tonight's no different because again, she's she's a musician, yeah. so it's going to get there. But if people have a story to tell outside of music, I always am interested because it's like, <clears throat> okay, I want to hear all of you, like the full story of you, not just the part that's musical about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you and I, like, we would be missing a gigantic portion of our life if we didn't talk about our love for sports, right? yeah. our love oh, yeah. for the Buckeyes, or, yeah. or whatever it might be, just our love yeah. for sports. So, <clears throat> yes, music is a gigantic part of it, but you're missing out on the entire story if you don't touch on everything. Does that make sense? No, it does. Just because, like, I mean, if if we were to mention somebody like Derek, he oh, always dude. talks yeah. about certain kinds of music and certain bands, certain artists, certain genres mm-hmm. being a soundtrack to his life. Yep. And even though in this situation music may not be the main thing, there's relevancy to it and and why it's why she's sitting here right now yeah. that we feel as if it would be valuable to the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think that the cool thing about Cheyenne's story is it is a um it is a story of um, perseverance and learning and overcoming, right? And it, it, if I've learned anything about the music industry and um, becoming successful or at least becoming more proficient in your craft, it's all of those things. It's perseverance. It's overcoming. It's it's all of that, right? Because if you stay stagnant and you don't experience highs and lows, what, how are you getting better? How are you improving? How are you learning from mistakes? Uh, yeah. And you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like what's very neat to me here is, one, she's extremely open. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I'm appreciative of. Yeah. And I know our awesome. listeners are too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've never, no never met the girl. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's like a story of introspection. And I think as we get into our late – I mean – me, like, as I'm into my late 20s, and maybe it's because of becoming a parent or something, but, like, you you audit certain areas of your life and certain qualities that you have, and it's pretty cool to see her, like, go through this, and I know it's kind of been all over the place, but... That's our fault. <laughs> go go through her, her situations, her experiences, but also her mindset throughout, and it's, it's kind of... It's coming to a point, and then it's yep. It's starting to starting to come back. Down, exactly. And I'm curious exactly. I I agree 100. percent So, um, hey, hey, you're back. That was fast. I'm proud of you. Thank so you. proud. I, do, I think it's because like I pee often, so I pee quick. Oh, dude, I drink a shit ton of water, so no, I get me it's too. All good. It's like you yeah. just learn to pee quick. You just learn to get it out and get it's it never done. quick. Yep, yep. I'm always quick, but that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> 
<laughs> hey, listen, A Bella Danger said she preferred dude last thirty seconds than thirty minutes. So That's I'm in. Me. I'm, I'm in the game, bro. So you you were saying you were you were kind of rude with this guy or whatever you want to say. Like, yeah. How does this what? Obviously, you don't have a kid, so like, what's yeah. what's the end game here? So this is what happens. So this is a judgment free zone, by the way. Thank you, appreciate it. Um, so at the time, uh, like my mom, she she grew up telling me she's like, oh, like don't ever affiliate with anyone who's ever had an abortion or any of that. So I grew up with that mindset. So I was like, I don't even want to tell my mom, you know. Okay. So I just felt like. But I was like, I just moved to L.A. I was like, and then he he actually said he'd call me back, by the way, when I called him. And mm-hmm. then he blocked me okay. because I told him I was pregnant. So it was funny because he wanted to be with me before I blocked him. Up but when I said, yeah. yeah. So then I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I don't have him. I don't know. I felt like stuck, you know. And then I was still like dancing and stuff. So I was like, what I'm doing for work requires me to be like physically fit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know what's. I'm going to do this. So um, I ended up calling my mom and I was like crying. I was like, mom, I don't know what to do. I was like, I was expecting her to be like, yeah, you're going to keep the baby. Like I was expecting her to say that. But she actually, it, it was interesting. She said the opposite and she goes, oh, you, you can't have that baby. Like I'm going to go there and fly to you and then you're going to like take this pill or whatever. And I was like, oh, and it, it was interesting because like I, I was leaning more towards that, but I was also like, I felt. I felt very close to what was like developing inside me, you know, sure. I'm sure you guys Naturally. can reconcile that. And so I was like, Oh, like, and so I, I wrestled with it for five days and then I ended up taking the, um, the pill, which I was two weeks at this point. So it's not like it was like, yeah, but it was still, I still consider that an abortion. Cause like I would never do that now. And so the emotional pain that it took me through, was excruciating as well as like physically. Like when you take that pill, like you you are like bedridden for two weeks. Ooh, yeah. I, I get it. So I definitely like repented for that. Like I said, sorry to God. Like I felt very convicted over that for sure. I, <clears throat> I, I'm the only one sitting on this couch that can relate to you mm-hmm. on this, this instance. Mm-hmm. Um, I was with someone that we went through this exact scenario. She, I'm not going to mention names, and yeah. if anybody listening to this is local and gets upset, then then I understand that. But, um, got pregnant, mm-hmm. didn't mean to get pregnant, um, and uh, I am a pro-choice guy. I'm a conservative, middle ground type guy mm. because here's my thing. Don't tell me what I should do with my. I guess I'm more of a libertarian, right? Mm. Leave me the fuck alone. I'll leave you alone. That mm. kind of thing, right? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I'll be damned if I'm going to tell a woman what she can do with her body because mm. I don't want somebody telling me I have to go get a fucking COVID vaccine. Mm. I you know do I mean? not. I am not vaccinated. Oh, n- n- Thank none of God. Us are. It's all good. No, it's all Woo! good. No, no. Because I don't want somebody telling me my health is my business. My body is my business. What I do, I've never gotten a flu shot in my life. I've also never had the flu in my life. Never. Not once. I'm almost 30 years old. Wow. Never will get a flu shot. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. My son is not getting vaccinations. Good. Yeah. Not doing it. That's my kid. I get to I get to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. But I, I've always been of the mind of a woman's body is none of my business. What mm. you do is none of my business. So this this person that I was this 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 mm. lady that I was with, you know, she was like, I think I want to get an abortion. I support you because mm. one, I was in love with the girl, and two, I'll be damned if I'm going to tell her what she can do with her body. 
mm-hmm. but it still like hurt when it happened. Yeah. I was like, ah, damn. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I, I get that. But again, I'm not the woman, so I didn't actually go through the physical changes that happened. Mm-hmm. But from the, the parenting standpoint of, oh man, I just put a stamp of approval on aborting my kid. Yeah. It's a tough call to make. It's a tough call. Yeah. Do I feel guilt over it? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Because where my life is today, I'm so thankful I made that call. Because mm-hmm. if if I wouldn't have signed off on that, and not that it would have changed yeah. what happened, but like if I wouldn't have put that stamp of approval on and like set my mind of this is the right move, I could be sitting here today going, man, can't believe I did that. But I don't. Yeah. I don't ever think like that ever. I don't regret it a single bit. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't either. I I don't think she does. I haven't talked to her in years, but I don't think she does. Yeah. I hope she doesn't because I don't want her to. I don't want her to feel regret for that decision because it worked out for her. It worked out for me. Mm-hmm. You know, we're obviously not together anymore, blah, 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 whatever. But that's a tough call to make. Mm-hmm. So for you, especially when you're doing it alone, like dude was pff, blocked you, peace out. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm out. <laughs> I did something really funny, though. Um, so oh, I used to be very vengeful, you know. So I knew he went to USC, which is like a one of one of the prestigious colleges in Cali. Yeah, they suck at football, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't follow sports, so whatever you guys are oh, yeah, with, we, we I'm, got I'm you. with. It's all good. <laughs> okay. Um, go Bucks. So my O-H. mom. <laughs> oh, O-H-I-O. Yeah, I went go. to Ohio State volleyball game like two weeks ago. Okay. Oh, is she volleyball? Let's go. Yeah. So, Men's so, or women's? Women's. Women's? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So me and my mom, we she came out and she supported me like she was out there with me. And then we we drove to his um, college, and I knew he had this little girly car, so I just knew what type of car it was. I don't know, buggy, a buggy. I don't know cars. A bug, like a Volkswagen Beetle. Yes, a, vo- a bug. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a bug. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, buggy. he drove a Volkswagen. You fucked a dude. You let a dude with a Volkswagen bug knock you, girl. He was new to America. I was a like, French dude <laughs> with a Volkswagen. The, the bug? accent got her. <laughs> You know what's even crazier? I gotta say this. A week before, a week before this happened, I was at the beach. I said it out loud. I said, "I want a man who gives me flowers, and he's French." A week later, I met him. What the fuck? But see, Girl. that's. I, I just gotta say this really quick because the Bible says that the devil is the prince of the air, and so that's why when people say, "Oh, you can say anything and manifest into reality," uh-huh. the devil will give you what you want. But the difference between like, you know, being a Christian and praying to God is like you're asking God, God, what do you want for me? Instead of saying, I want to have this, I will have this. Cause you can manifest. Are we things. devil worshipers? Because every time we go, man, Polaris, give me a banger, they just absolutely <laughs> fucking lay it out and we're like, oh man, this is great. <laughs> but Dude, um, when I was in middle school, I was so into the 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 satanic like fucking imagery, the pentagrams, the the mm. like that. That was so metal to me. Yeah. Even though it wasn't what I believed, it was like, this is so cool and so metal mm-hmm. that this is what I want. Yeah. I paint my nails black and all that. Right. So I was like, yo, I'm metal. The aesthetic. Fuck. Like, yeah, it was, it was all, it was all fake. <laughs> it was, I was a fucking fraud, but like at the same time, I was like, man, I look cool. <laughs> I'm like, hey. Yeah. Here I am. <laughs> you wanted a French dude that gave you flowers. And, and you he did. A French dude that gave you flowers and drove a Volkswagen Beetle. So what yeah. did you do? So me and my mom sabotaged his car. <laughs> but it's not what you think. It's not you like I damaged it. I put all of these, like, all of, like, these, like, banners on this car and just wrote crazy things on them. Like? Just, no. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. 
Come on now. <laughs> we have to know what we was on the, the. It was letter. so no, because it's too. It's too much. No, it's not. No, you don't have to. I, I'm not, not, not going to say the one that I just thought of. I probably put like jerk or something. <laughs> Oh, that's so offensive. Oh, God. I don't think I'm ever going to emotionally recover from this. I don't know that I'm ever going to have a moment in my life where I ever, like, feel safe again. I probably put a-hole. Oh, Oh, goodness gracious. Come on. She, bro, she called him an asshole. That's why you can't keep saying, shoot, you don't cuss, do you? No, no, not now. Are you offended by us cussing like sailors? No, be yourself. Safe. Rock the plank. (laughs) But I literally... Hey, where my zitty bombs at? I technically was a sailor, so I'm allowed. K-pop, change your life. Hey, I got... Change your life. She got that shit in her pocket, bro. K-pop, change your life. K-pop, make you you hear sounds. So after after you had (laughs) vandalized his beetle... What color was it? Um, it was like gray, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, because it's boring and the French are boring and they never won a major battle. But yeah, go ahead. Oh. Outside Ooh. of Napoleon. But yeah. Croissant. <laughs> Croissant. <laughs> ah, my stew will sleep alone tonight. Yeah. Ratatouille. Yeah, yeah. They like, they, they like. They're Red. not as bad as Germans. Like, where Germans are really weird and they like want to film you while you poop. But like they're Ooh. close, right? They're close. <laughs> His face, he's so pure. That's weird, dude. Germans are weird. Also, they're into Germans, some weird so I shit. Mind watching you crap, like they're, they're wow. weird, man. That was good, bro. Not really. That was horrible. I got that shit. was terrible. I was like I the minions guy. Baba Booey. So you vandalized dude's car. Then what from there? Um. So I just kind of left it at that, and then I yeah. took the and then I took the pill, and then I. I realized, you know, why it's not the best decision to do that. You know, I felt it spiritually. I felt it emotionally. And do you I, regret that decision? No. Okay. Good. I don't. Good. I'm glad you don't because I don't, you don't want to live with that. Yeah. And, right. and that's another, you know, that's another good point. A lot of people, especially like in the church, like it's, it's really toxic. Like there's, there's a lot of people that think, oh, if you feel guilty, it's a good thing. No, God never wants you to feel guilty. He Correct. wants you to be hopeful and Correct. keep your eyes like on yeah. the future with him. But if you're ever We're living in... We're not supposed in, to feel guilty yeah. that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. We're supposed to feel grateful and thankful and, and yeah. wholesome and, and and appreciative of that, not feel guilty. Yeah. We're like, not supposed sh- to be beaten down by... And I, I don't yeah. want to get preachy viewers no, listeners, yeah. but, but we're not supposed to feel uh, in debt yes. to right. God or Jesus or anything for, for Jesus dying for our sins. We're just supposed to feel thankful and, and grateful for that. And that's why yeah. we, we have Easter, we have Christmas and the, 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 the stories that come behind those, behind those holidays. Yeah. And I'll be the first to admit, I'm a, I'm a and e guy, Christmas and Easter only. That's me. We talk about that in the gym. I don't like organized religion. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, but I am a I am a God fearing man. I believe mm-hmm. in Jesus Christ. I, he died for my sins. But yeah, but that's the whole thing is we're not supposed to feel guilt. Yeah, you know or I mean? shame or shame. Yes, because that's know, not from God. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. No, yeah, because I believe that guilt and shame drives you further towards it does sin or whatever you want to call it. Be, be I call it self destruction. Mm-hmm. That's what I call it. If you yeah. feel guilt and you feel shame. What are you going to do? You're just going to beat yourself down more. Mm-hmm. That's going to make you make more bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Tyler, even you speaking as a as a person who's not religious, you can agree with that. That like 
guilt, shame just makes you beat yourself down mm-hmm. and like, yo, like I suck. Right. Yeah. And you get this self doubt. Yeah. And this feeling of uh inadequacy. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and and you're just like, I suck. No, that's not what God intended for us. You yeah. know what I mean? So oh, yeah, for again, sure. I'm not trying to get preachy, but no, yeah, that was I, good. I am curious. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a music podcast, so I am curious. Yeah. We haven't touched on it yet, but you had a very successful music career. And mm. uh, listen, you got to understand what we're basing it off of. Okay. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you, you, I mean, you have music videos with tens of thousands of views, right? How did you get into music? Where did that passion come from? And like, how did you blow up like you did? Which music videos are you talking about? It was an Empress Yummy one. <laughs> yummy, it's Yumi. Is it Yumi? <laughs> I thought it was Yummy. I thought it was like a code name for Yummy. I'm going with Yummy. Empress <laughs> Yummy. <clears throat> but like, where there was one you sent in the group chat and or in the in the Instagram thread, and yeah. I looked it up on YouTube, and I was like, yo, like this shit, like, and this was very well produced. It mm-hmm. was very high level. Um, it wasn't your your filmed in a garage music video mm-hmm. or so, a YouTube video like this or yeah yeah who yeah. was that dude that was talking <laughs> mad shit to us yeah fuck you kid the microphones got, like, were not in in the way you know yeah. it's fine look like this show could be called microphones in front of guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, we got a girl in here so fuck you <laughs> <clears throat> Korean heart yeah. K-pop K-pop piece of shit so. <laughs> When when did the, the Empress Yumi thing start? And like, was that is this is did the music thing come after all that we just discussed? So it definitely started first. Um, okay, when I was twenty, and then I um, kind of got like caught up in like the sugar day lifestyle, the LA partying lifestyle, and then I I was always writing, like I've always written music. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't publish it up until, um, I would say, yeah, I, 20, I published an EP, um, called Manic Pixie Dream Girl. And then I posted, I published Ya Ya Ya. Yes. Which I did not, by the way, that wasn't my writing. You could probably tell if you listen to all my other stuff, like that's not me. Like that was a ghostwriter. Um, but, um, he, he worked with Sony and he scouted me with, these auditions that I did, um, it was an expo event for like talent in Texas. And so that's how I got in contact with him. And so he's like, it'd be better if you could move to LA. And I was like, well, I already planned to, plus I'm going through divorce. So it it kind of all happened simultaneously. And then, um, and then I started publishing like, um, well, I got a few, uh, managers. Um, one of them was a social media manager. His name is Uche and he was from Nigeria actually. This is getting into the Not the same Uchi off of Love is Blind, is it? No. Okay. (laughs) Not that I watch Love is Blind or anything. Oh, yeah. Why would you do that? It's a romantic comedy. (laughs) It's like a dating show. I promise I'm not gay. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Okay. So so this man, um, he basically had like his own media company and uh, he, you know, he was from Nigeria, so he was from Africa and um, he... So he was probably really smart, wasn't he? He, yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, I've never met someone from Africa that isn't like a super genius and makes me feel stupid, <laughs> which doesn't take much. But yeah, go ahead. 
They yeah. are smart. They are yeah. extremely smart. Yep. Yeah. Um, so he, he kind of like, he was my social media manager, but he was also helping me to get my next project out with my music. And he was like, I want to manage your music, all of that. Okay. And I was like, yeah. Um, but I always felt something very dark with him, like, um, spiritually and he just bad vibes type thing. Like, yeah. yo, something's not right. Okay. And so I found out, um, he's part of the Freemasons. Um, oh. and my grandfather, by the way, was a Freemason before he died a few Isn't years ago. Like a cult? Aren't they yes. like a cult? It's yeah, satanic that's I, cult. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll just say I this. Thought. Illuminati, Freemasons, witchcraft, all thing, of that. It? It's all the same thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Like the devil likes to call it many different names, but it's all the same thing. And so with him, um, he asked me, he straight up asked me one day, we had a two and a half hour conversation about it and, um, about me, like if I were to join, um, to be like an Eastern star. Cause like Beyonce and like, um, oh, she's a hundred Lady Gaga. Illuminati. Yeah. 1000%. Yeah. And so a lot of stars are part of this. And so he was like, he was like, you have what it takes to be a part of it. Not everyone is chosen to be part of this. And I, I was also thinking, I was like, I know that I was marked as a child, you know, to like be a missionary, but also like I was blessed as a child with holy water. Like I was baptized when I was little. So I just always had God in me, you know, and I, I always had an inner knowing that like he was real and that I shouldn't do this. Even though I wasn't living for him, I wasn't praying during this time. I wasn't doing any of that. Like I wasn't going to church, you know, but I just didn't want to like sell my soul. And he was like, literally, if you sign this contract, like you can, like, he's like tomorrow, um, you you can get like a feature with your famous like your most coveted rapper like do you think that's why hollywood makes it seem so easy it is easy if you sell your soul oh yeah i mean i figured i mean because because if you think about it the you know and scripture says this too like why does the gate to destruction and narrow is the gate um to to heaven so it's like obviously you know the devil wants as many people as possible to be his minions and to like go to hell because he's already in hell so it all makes sense when you like really read the bible and you're just like oh shoot like this makes sense why it's so easy you mm-hmm. know to like get things like this and honestly i was tempted i was who wouldn't be yeah right? i was like oh shoot like i'm not gonna have to strip anymore i can have all this money and they offered me like a two million dollar contract they're like who's your favorite rapper uche was telling me this he was my friend this is like my friend. It's like I know him. And I was like, well, my favorite, I love Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. I know. Get the fuck I, out. I, I don't no. even I like Megan Thee Stallion because she just did a song with Spirit Box. But yeah, go ahead. Sexy okay. Regal. Sexy crazy. Regal. Crazy. <laughs> Let me see a look at her. <laughs> so, really quick, before you jump into that, I want to make sure I'm on the same page with you. What, in terms of the term the phrase sell your soul what does that mean yeah and i think like a lot of people ask that you know like i I didn't even know it was really really real until it happened in front of me so what it means is you literally you sign a piece of paper you sign away your spiritual rights so you're just like it's really sad you have to take an oath that you don't believe in god you have to literally raise your hand and say i do not believe in god no shit i'm serious Holy fuck! Listen, everything you've told it's me bad. before is legit, so I'm 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 not one to doubt you at this point. So yeah, it's. And I'm gonna have Illuminati knocking at my fucking door tomorrow. Like, hey, why the fuck? Uh, why the fuck <laughs> yeah. you doing this, bro? Well, and that's why I asked, just because like <laughs> he, I've heard this as I've gotten more creative and and 
Yeah. All the musicians. I mean, everybody's heard about the devil. At the sell your soul right? and all this shit. And I'm like, shit. what do you mean, sell your soul? And especially in a situation like this. How did you? How? How do you turn that down? <laughs> I mean, real. Because you know what? I sure could use a two million dollar contract. Yeah. Right now, how do you turn that down? So. I just, I just think, again, I go back to like the inner knowing, like I, I really felt now I know it was the Holy Spirit, but at the time I didn't know. I just thought I was just making a good decision. So I, I heard in my head, like, don't do it. And I yeah. know it was God. Looking back at it, I know it was God. And I just didn't feel right in my spirit or in my heart to do it. And I was like, I can't do this because I can't deny God. Like, I know he's real. Because I've had dreams about Jesus growing up. I've had dreams about the second coming of Christ. I've personally had dreams about it when I wasn't asking for it. So I was like, I can't deny God, you know. But then also it's like um, I've also seen the demonic. Like my sister, there was times where she would be possessed in the middle of the night. And we don't know what to do. We'd take her to pastors and all that. So it's like because I'm so aware of the spiritual realm, you know, like I was saying earlier, it's like I already know if I sign my life over I'm going to have even worse things happen to me. I'm going to have all the money, but that's all I'm going to have. I'll have the fame, the success, all of that, like the worldly success, but I'm going to forfeit my soul. And like in Luke, it says, what is it really, what do you really gain if you forfeit your soul, but you profit the world? You know, you gain nothing because at the end of life, like, especially my grandfather, I was thinking of my grandfather too. Like my grandfather died five years ago. And so this is right before I moved to LA. And so um, he was an atheist his whole life. He he like actually put me down because I was a Christian. Like when I was a little mm-hmm. girl, he'd be like, "Why do you think God's real?" Like he he like really like right. actually like mean about it. And I I would always it's so funny like the Lord would always speak through me even though I was little and I was like masturbating and stuff. I started masturbating when I was five, so I was like, "What the fuck?" I know. Sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. You guys are dads. My bad. Anyways, no, it's, okay. it's possible. Sorry. Um. So. <laughs> Damn. Your your kids aren't doing that. I hope Thank not. God, I have um, a boy, bro. I don't have to worry about one pecker, not all of them. Well, Jesus. it doesn't matter if it's male or female. Oh, I fucking hate you. <laughs> um, Five but, years old. So, so bro, I, she's been through it all. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm 50. Not uh, <laughs> you are. You are, dog. Like, you one of the homies now. Like, yeah. I started masturbating when I was like, 15, but like, <laughs> oh, that's that's sweet though. That's I, great. I that don't know away. when it was. <laughs> I don't it was know. definitely before five. 15, but you know. Yeah, but like that was probably the first time I was like B O O B S enter. Oh my gosh, <laughs> your face! You said enter. Stop. Listen, the excitement. And that was like on, they're on one's face when Ooh, you go to hit enter. Yeah. So like you're sitting in front of this contract. Yeah. And and, and did you, you actually see it? Yes. Okay. So you you have been religious. You this, grew up pretty religious. Question. Is this an email? <laughs> you, you still had these beliefs. Yeah. Is there a paper trail? This, paper trail here? No, I mean so. Fuck you for turning the heat on. By the way. You oh, pussy. thank you. Yeah, it's exactly. Car, We're on the same page. <laughs> so you grew up religious. You have these certain beliefs. You've stayed true to them for the most part, even Kinda. though you've obviously strayed away from them with yeah. with things that you were doing, your actions, all of that. Holy shit, bro. You're <laughs> sitting you're sitting front of sitting in front of Uche, right? Yeah. He's talking to you, you got this contract in front of you. Does something just not feel right? Yeah, it honestly it just overall it just didn't feel right. And so, um oh sorry, I need to get back into the, the grandpa really quick. So yeah, at the I'm end sorry. of no it's okay. 
um, because I've obviously I feel like this is important. It's a huge part of my testimony too. Like he, I didn't know him that well my whole life, but every time I'd talk to him, like I'd always be scared because he'd always like challenge me about my beliefs. And then um, on his deathbed, um, after being in a coma for a month, he told me he goes. This is his last breath, his very last breath. And I never thought he'd ever say anything like this. But when he woke up from that coma, he looked different. He looked more peaceful. He looked more just pure, like good, you know, because he was always like enraged, angry. And then he goes, whatever you guys do, don't ever lose your faith in God. And then he died. I believe when he was in that coma, he saw something. I believe the Lord gave him another chance even though he lived his whole life as an atheist, you know? And I think that's why there's a lot of people when, um, I love to watch near-death experiences. I don't know if you guys have watched that on YouTube. There's tons of near-death experiences where every single one, they always like encounter the Lord. They always encounter Jesus or sometimes it's just God. Sometimes it's Jesus and God, but it's like, and I, I've also, I've met people who've went to hell and came back. And I know some people might think it's a myth, but it's real. And I believe certain people are gifted to do that so that, um, well, it's a, it's a gift that they're able to experience either heaven or hell so that they can come back and tell us about it to warn us, you know, cause it's real. And, um, yeah. And so, so basically going back to that, um, yeah, it was a real contract, and uh, I said no. And after talking to him about it for two and a half hours, it was interesting. At the end of the two and a half hours, I told him, I said, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Not only do I, of course, I, just, I believe in I God. I just heard your southern accent. Yeah. I heard <laughs> Uh, it comes I out. It. I heard it. Okay. Yes, I'm I still sorry. have it. I heard it. Oh, you still got it. It's all good. I'm not all yeah. the way sold down. Yeah. Not yet. I am going to get to why the fuck you're still living in L.A., but we'll get there. Go ahead. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm actually praying about that right now. There's a lot praying about. Okay. Coming um, back? Um, well, there's, like, my, my lease is up um, in a month. And Can so I ask I'm, you how much, it, I mean, the cost of living out there is insane, right? So, what are you doing for work right now? Um, so right now, I'm literally just doing my social media. So now I just have my ministry like, your content. social media is a but I, I, Okay, I'm taking Andrew Tate's course. That's okay. another subject. He has a social media course? Yeah. Really? Okay. So he you're not copy. one of those women that hates Andrew Tate. No, I knew you guys would love him, huh? I, I, oh, you probably I, don't I'm think big, he's sweet. I know of him, but I don't know what the fuck he's known for. Long he's a, he was short. a boxer first, okay. right? And and he's a social media person. I just know he's a jack dude that he seems like a motivator. He's got a brother, Tristan. Um, they're not twins, are they? Andrew and Twi- Tristan. I don't know. I uh um, but yeah, he he was a boxer first, and now he's yeah. a social media person. Okay, cool. So you're doing but, social, but media. he's very pro men. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of women don't like him because he's very like traditional. Okay. Yeah, I would say he's he's traditional, but also I think that um, well, it's interesting. He has the seed. What I mean by seed is like if you're a once Christian or have people in your family praying for you, you have the seed. You just have to water it. So now he's a Muslim, but his brother is actually trying to convince him to be Christian. I think he's going to be a Christian again. And like yeah, he is a Muslim. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because he well he said and I I don't know who Akbar. He he went to um, the Muslim country. Where is it? Which one did he go? I forget which country. It was country. Syria, was it? Yeah. Was it he, Syria, was it? He, he said Why do he, I think it was Syria? Maybe. He's been all, all around. Well, he was like in a fucking jail for a while because... Yeah. Yeah. He said he felt the power of God. He felt God for the first time when he went to the Muslim country. So but now isn't he's Muslim. Allah God? And just another word for God for the Muslims. 
Isn't their belief super similar to Christians, except they have like prophets that they? So yeah. I you, actually, you know more about this than I do. I actually had a uh, a, a Muslim I worked with in the Navy, and he actually came over for yeah. our Christmas dinner. Yeah. And, Was that weird uh, for him? <laughs> um, no, no disrespect. It actually, no, it yeah, actually yeah. wasn't weird f- to him at all. I mean. Yeah. I asked him, I was like, man, I don't know how you feel about it, but like, you yeah. know, we're going to be having, you know, dinner, you can come over, um, I know you don't fuck with ham, but like, I'm going to have a fuck ton <laughs> oh, yeah. of turkey, That's right. and he was like, no pork. he was like, as, as long as, this, you know, I'm not eating pork stuff, he's like, you guys can have ham, but like, you yeah. know, as long as there's turkey, I'm down. Mm. So he showed up, and while he was there, I asked him some, some questions, and yeah. he said, honestly, our beliefs are not that much different from from christianity we just don't believe that jesus christ was the prophet we believe it was that muhammad. muhammad yeah so it's like yeah. and and you look at the scripture uh, i can't say that i've really in detail read any or either side of it but it's a lot of it's talking about the same shit it's very similar i feel there, like there just seems to be nowadays more extremists and and islam Mm -hmm. than uh you know at one point there was a lot of extremists in in christianity crusades it's just that uh islam is a little bit younger of a religion than christianity yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah cool time of history to study by the way the crusades it is very cool um but yeah catholicism versus protestants and Mm -hmm. nowadays it's like i mean i'm i'll be the first to tell you that i think catholic Catholicism mm-hmm. is evil. Thank you. I'll be the first to tell you that I think that Catholicism is absolutely evil. Yeah. They, and have, they have nothing but a history of raping boys. Like, and it's so widely accepted. And I'm like, and I'm sorry if there's any Catholics listening. I'm yeah. not saying it's all of you. I'm not trying to generalize an entire religion, but the hierarchy of your religion, buddy, I'm out. Like, yeah, and there was so... Just like, just like how Adolf Hitler thought the Jews yeah. were, you know, destroying the world. And there's people that still think that today. I'm like, mm. where's the proof in that? Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, like, bro, they got Israel. Like, leave them alone. That's all they have, dude. <laughs> like, like, that's all they got. Now, yeah. granted, <laughs> the Jews did kill Jesus. Yeah. I mean... Well, P- Pontius Pilate was Roman, but Pontius he ordered Pilate, the Jews. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. yeah, it's it's correct. Yeah, but but yeah, yeah. I, I I don't want you know, I, I believe I, I'm of the belief that everybody's entitled to. Believe. I don't if you're Muslim or Hindu or Buddhist or Jewish or whatever, that's great. But like, yeah, I you go back and study the Crusades, and that's like literally Christianity versus everybody, right? Like mm-hmm. it was like. The Hundred Year War, and like, well, I, there's... I think a lot of people fail to understand that the spread of Christianity across Europe was extremely violent. It was. It was an incredible. It was mass crusade after crusade after crusade, and then they thought mm. they would just continue that trend into the Holy Land mm. of Rome and yep. uh, Holy Roman Empire. Which yeah, was they, they Catholicism. Had a, yeah, let me throw that out there. Yeah. Ooh, anyway, we were, we were talking about stuff. Everybody thinks that King so Henry VIII was such a bad guy because he killed a bunch of wives, but King Henry VIII was really the one that like made Protestant religion acceptable. Mm. So mm. 
he's like, yo, we're going to separate from the Holy Roman Empire. Yeah. And everybody like tried to like kill the king for that. It wasn't like, the the Holy Roman Empire they no. were getting away from the uh, the Catholic Church. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Holy Roman Empire was basically Germany. Correct. Mm-hmm. I've, stuff. Yes. No. 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 History no. stuff. No. Yeah, Tyler's really good it. about medieval. Christian history, it's like so that violent. type of thing. Yeah, it's incredibly violent. It's <laughs> it amazing. It was a horrible time Love to be alive. Violence. It's amazing. That's why we watch Game of Thrones You'd and The King and all of a red-bearded Viking, dude. You would I be an amazing Viking. Yes. Let me, let me braid just a little bit of this. You'd be an ama- you want to braid I've been my hair? practicing swinging an axe, so I mean, I'm Do you want to braid my hair there. sometime? <laughs> I don't know how to braid, but mm-hmm. okay. I know how to swing an axe. I mean, axe she now. knows how to braid, so maybe she hey, can braid my hair. Hey, what's up? You got you got me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I do. Right. Yeah, you got so much. My hair, dad's Viking. Yeah. My dad's red hair, blue eyes. I know. Uh, I'm only know I'm only half <laughs> ginger. That's why I'm tall. I uh, keep up. Another thing is like I take, and, and and this goes against. I'm sure this goes against some of your beliefs and things like that. But like maybe because I value Native American tradition so much that like I I really feel nature a lot. Like mm-hmm. I really value nature and the earth and the sky and the ocean and things like that and i try to pay tribute to my ancestors that way yeah like i've got feathers tattooed on my arm for that like i've i really try to appreciate what my ancestors believed yeah um and 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 valuing mother nature yeah and the gods of nature um mm-hmm. and, and hakantola you know things like oh, that. oh yeah i know all about um, that um so um I don't know about all that. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I really, like, appreciate Samoan culture, too. Yeah. Um. So, like, because they're, again, very in touch with nature and feel that nature gave them all those things that they they deserve. But mm-hmm. I try to tie them together, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So it's a, you know, yes, I value nature, but nature's here because of God. Like, nature, you know, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like a, it's, it's a, it's a. Uh, yeah, appreciation of both cultures, of my German heritage, of my Cherokee heritage, of all these different combinations of things. Um, I try to incorporate all those things together and, and pay homage to all of them. You know what I mean? Because I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for all of them and what they believed, right, wrong, or indifferent. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, My grandmother... Um, she grew up Buddhist and then, um, she was also like Hindu at one point. And it's funny cause I, uh, is that a, is that a Korean religion? Like, is that like what they, it's an Asian religion. Okay. There, it, a lot of Asia is very I'm, I'm horribly paganistic. Asian like culture and that kind of thing. So I'm, I'm <laughs> Hindu is more India. Buddha okay. is more. They're so intelligent. Yeah. China, Asian Japan. culture is so intelligent, and I feel like it's so above my level that I'm like, listen, if I try to understand what you guys do, like, I feel like I'm going to be outclassed. So I just, like, stay in my own lane. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but a lot of people don't know, too, like, India is Asian as well. But a lot right. of people, you know, like to separate it. Um, but there was a point where I was, like, I was Catholic at one point. I also, I didn't get into this earlier because, you know, there's so much. But um, I studied... Um, I studied theology as well, and I have a few theology books. And so there was a point where I was like, okay, I'm Buddhist for like a year. There was a point where I was Hindu. I was Muslim for a little bit. And then now this is getting into the more recent. So eight months ago, I was at the beach at Santa Monica at like 3 a.m. This is the part I told you. Yes. And I was like, 
I remember like I had my hands open like this and I was like creator of the universe, right? Whichever one yeah, you might be. Whatever. I was like just I know I've had dreams about Jesus before, but like I wanna know like who the real God is. I think we all do, right? Sure. And I'm just like, God just like show me like what I should believe in because I'm very open. You know? I've studied this, this and this. I've heard so many testimonies of this. You know, my family's Christian, but they don't kind of live like it. So, like, I don't know. Like, I haven't really seen a good example of a Christian. So, it's like, just show me. Like, I'm I'm all ears. I'm yours. Right after, I kind of asked him. I was like, Lord, like, is it Jesus? You know, like, what? You know, and then after I said that, I was like, is it Jesus? I felt this, like, overflow of, like, peace that, like, ran through my body. And I felt, like, all the anxiousness and all the depression that I was feeling it just went away. You know? And then I, you know, that was my answer. But also that's when I started having even more a series of visions and dreams of Jesus himself in, in the Bible times. Like one of my visions that I had was like, and a vision is when you're awake and a dream is when you're asleep, right? So there was a vision that I had of Mary um, in front of Jesus and she was like crying and she was like wanting to hug him. And it's like, and every time I would have a vision or a dream, like I would be so moved that I would like cry, you know, and I'm just like, okay, like this is my answer, you know? And then also I, of course I got into like the testimonies on YouTube and I was like, oh, like all these testimonies, like all of them are, you know, pointing to like father, son, Holy spirit. But then also like, and and you guys made a good point about Rome. Um, I also learned, um, there's a really good pastor. His name is, um, Isaiah Salvador, and he he explains it way better than me, but basically in Rome, there was all these like pagan temples, right? And so um, a lot of those temples, they turned into Catholic churches. And so they never replaced those deities or those gods. Like, you know how zodiac signs, right? Yeah, absolutely. I used mm-hmm. to believe in that. I used to be... I, was I think a, it's about crock of shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was practicing witchcraft just last year. So, like, I knew I'm gonna all I'm going to be real with you. Witchcraft's that. cool as fuck. But, yeah, go ahead. It's <laughs> but metal it, but as it's fuck. So like, metalhead me is like, yo, it's witchcraft's metal as fuck. Yeah, but go ahead. So, um, so basically, like those pagan temples they turned it into the catholic church and then um those same statues they just turned it into like saint joseph or saint mary but though they never like rebuild the statues they just turned the pagan gods into the saints mm-hmm. right and then now catholics worship the saints which i was going to confession a couple years ago so i was like in these catholic churches i i love like the holy water aspect like i actually wish you know the protestant church would have the holy water you know because i feel like it's just you know, like, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, like, I just like that, you know? But, like, the worshiping the saints, you know, that's, like, demonic because that's idol worship. And, you know, the Ten Commandments is, you know, thou False shalt idols. have no other God of, gods before me, yeah. And so... Which um, is a great album by Like Moths to Flames. Shout out, Like Moths. Okay. <laughs> well, we had to plug a Metalhead reference right there, but yeah. <laughs> and, and so, like, Buddhism, too, like, I I stopped believing in Buddha because he was, um... And he was, like, a, a peaceful, you know fat man you know and he was just Same. very good yeah. <laughs> you know like everyone liked him Nobody, he got right, along but it's like when when he died that's when they created buddhism it's like he he probably never even wanted a religion named after him he was just being a good peaceful man i don't know what he believed in i, I have no idea but it's like you know and i'm sure you can relate to that too like when you look at the history of it like um it's not like he never said i am sent from god yeah you know? no he he, he not like he was claiming to be something he wasn't, right? Yeah, and yeah. so 
like you see all these religious cults like the um you look at Waco or something like that where you know people claiming to be a prophet of God or something like that <laughs> you know what I mean yeah he, he Buddha wasn't doing that right is what you're saying yeah. yeah and oh I'll tell you this when I was doing witchcraft last year I had like a whole book and everything I was trying to manifest everything I was attracted trying to like attract money and i attracted all the money love money all the men all this that i wanted i said love men but i love men i do a lot of squats man my ass be looking great <laughs> i do a lot of squats bro <laughs> i got a negative ass dog i need to do more squats Naked. <laughs> it's tough. I, it's tough. I for a pimp. A pimp. Yeah, I mean, I take know. that deep too. Cause deep. my mom. Can I frame that? I take that deep. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can we get that on a shirt, please? Hey, W's in the chat for that. All right, Let's W's in the chat for. I take that deep. All right, cause I take that deep. W's in the chat. Go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> um, and I, I remember I was doing like a like a chant like an incantation one day and obviously i wasn't following god i was like kind of calling myself a christian but i had one foot in one foot out last year right so I, I was doing this little spell thing and then literally a week later i mean i was getting everything i wanted that i was doing like the spell stuff you know but then I, I got infested my apartment got infested with cockroaches like so many like thousands in there mm. and i I couldn't so get rid of them. I could not get rid of them. Pestilence. Yeah. A plague. Yeah. A plague on yeah, both plague. our houses. <laughs> and I literally, you know what? The only thing that got rid of it, I said, because I hadn't prayed in like a few weeks, like at all to God. And I was like, because I thought like, oh, just doing these spells is enough for me to like sustain myself. And mm -hmm. like, and I was like, I'm just going to try to pray to God to see if this goes away. Like, God, I'm sorry for doing the spells. I literally did that. I was like, can you just like, help me to get rid of this like i just started praying to god honestly two days later they were all gone i'm not even kidding and yep. i did it in the name of jesus you know and then there was another thing like um I, I feel like this is really powerful to share four months ago i don't know have you guys heard of the term like casting out demons yeah i'm sure you most of the music we listen to we feel like is that okay well seriously pure yeah. aggression yeah. So um, I was at church one day and this girl came up to me and I was just, I fast like pretty often now, like I'll Isn't do spiritual fast. Um, no, I mean, Jesus says in Matthew, like if you fast and pray, that's the only way that certain demons can flee from you or like addictions. Right. So like it's, I mean, if they do it, I mean, I mean, anyone can fast. You could do like a, yeah. but for me, it's a, I read the Bible, I pray and like, I just let God like lead me on my fast. But um, I just got, I ended my fast and then I went to church. So I just like ate food and then I went to church. And so I was feeling very like extra, like heightened spiritually okay. and um, really close to God that day, like extra. And then this girl comes up to me and I've never like seen a demon in somebody. Like I've never thought about it, I guess. Like I've watched videos on like certain pastors casting out demons and stuff. And I, I kind of thought it was fake, to be honest. I think we can all I was agree. Say, I, I don't buy into that. I really yeah. don't. Well, well, I'll tell you this. So, but I, I, I'll hear you out on this. Yeah. So I, I thought that too, and I'm not saying that everyone is is truthful and really going by the leading of the Holy Spirit with it. Maybe some of it's fake for sure. 
because I felt like some pastors that I watch on YouTube, like, okay, that's fake. That's too much. But this girl came up to me and I saw something else looking at me. When she was looking at me, I saw something else looking at me. And it, it was just dark. And she asked me, she's like, can you come to my house tonight? And um, we, we were just talking about God and stuff. And she said she's in witchcraft and all that. And I used to be in that. So I'm aware of it, like the tarot cards, the zodiac signs. And then I was just like, yeah, I said, yeah, instinctively, because I felt like God was like, just go and just trust me. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen, but just trust me. So I was like, okay. So I went to her house. She starts manifesting physically. And what I mean by that is she starts crying. She's like telling me her mom tried to kill her last year. Like she's telling me all this crazy stuff. And I'm just like, I'm like, well, we're going to say a prayer because I mean, she seemed like she was very like stressed out, you know, like I didn't know what else to do, you know. I'm a human just like her, you know. So so then she tells me she was like, I think I have a demon. Like right after I said that. And then she just looked at me. And and the whole atmosphere in the room changed. Like it was so crazy. And me and another girl, well, another girl was with me when we were there. So um so I met them both at church and then we all just kind of hung out. But they were best friends, but I've never met them before. Mm. But I was at their house because I felt like I was supposed to be there. Like I just felt like God was telling me to go. And so I was like, okay, well, if you're saying that, we're going to pray. Like, you know, like, what else am I supposed to do, right? So I felt like this um, this special, like, anointing came over me, like, this spiritual boldness came over me. I held her hand, held the other girl's hand, and I led the prayer. Now, as I'm praying, the moment up until I said Jesus, like, she was just, like, kind of crying, but she was kind of, like, just, like, trying to listen to what I was saying, you know, like, in the prayer. But then right when I said Jesus' name— she starts, I'm not even kidding. She starts shaking and then she starts screaming at the top of her lungs. And I literally heard, that was the first time in my life this happened. And I never expected this to happen. I heard demons come out of her. Like it was like a whole freaking exorcist movie. And then after that, she started, I'm not even kidding. She started throwing up. And like when she's like right before she started throwing up, because I was still praying, the other girl that was with us, she brought a little, um, she had a little trash can. So she brought it in front of her so that it, it happened perfectly. Like it was smooth. Like it's, it, it was really dramatic, but it was like, I was praying and then she brought it right in time. So like the vomit hit the trash cool. can instead of the floor. And it was like, so like synchronized by the Lord. Like I really, I felt peace while I was doing it too. I was tempted to stop praying because the devil also wants you to be afraid of things like that. But the Bible also says like, God doesn't give us a spirit of fear or timidity, but a spirit of power, love, and of a sound mind. And that's what that verse means, you know? So it's like, and if you look at like what Jesus did, the miracles that he performs, like in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, he's casting out demons, you know? And it's like a lot of people, like especially churches here, which I still, I go to churches here when I'm here, but like the church I go to in LA, it's called Fearless LA. And it's more of like a, I guess you could say Pentecostal, like passionate feel, but it's like, Jesus said, like, when they are saved and born again, they shall cast out demons in my name. You know, Jesus said that himself. So it's like when that happened to me for the first time and I was just being led by God, that's when I started believing, oh, shoot, the Bible's coming to life in my life, you know? And so, like, the Lord used me to help deliver her from, like, the demonic oppression that she had inside of her because she was doing tarot cards. She was, um, she said demons were talking to her, like, before this even happened. And now... After she started, this lasted about 15 minutes that we were praying and she was screaming and like she got all the vomit out. And then she goes, she started laughing afterwards, like in relief. And she was like, 
thank you. And I was like, well, it wasn't me. It was God because God just told me to pray and I was just being obedient, you know. And um, and so then she goes, I want to get rid of all my tarot cards. I want to get rid of all all the crystals I have. And so me and the other girl, um, her name was Sandra, we bagged up six bags of her witchcraft and we threw it away. And after that, and I still talk to her to this day. This was like four months ago. She still goes to my church in L.A. She was like, she just so she's a bundle full of light now. Like before that, she was really like dark. She was depressed. She had suicidal thoughts, but now it's like gone. <clears throat> so to yeah. it's intense no 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 it was great it's, it's I like fantastic. how passionate you were talking I was, was going to say like, that's the most passionate that was the most passionate we've seen you all night these two are feeding into my awesome. point Hallelujah. so I, I've always been of the the uh, the belief that I don't really give a shit what you believe as long as you're passionate but you're also educated Yeah. not just following a fad or a trend yeah. Okay, you are very passionate, but you're also very educated. You mm-hmm. actually, ha- you reference Matthew, John, Luke, whichever book it might be. You go back to that. And you have, oh. you have, oh, you you got static legs, bro? Oh, you want a gritty real quick? Oh, man, I was hoping you would train legs with me tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, run a train with me. I mean, train legs with me. Oh, Christ. my. <laughs> Let's call the boys. Let's run a train. I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> so, I I love how passionate you are, but I, I love more how educated you are. I don't give a fuck what anybody believes. If they are educated on it and passionate on it, then I respect it. Yeah. Whether I agree with it or not, I'm going yeah. to respect and admire it. Because when we, you know, we talk about it in terms, you know, especially him and I of sports or music, mm. you, you can have whatever point you want to have and, mm. and make whatever point you want to make, but you damn sure better be educated on it because if not i'm going to tear you to pieces yeah (laughs) i feel it so i don't have anything to counter your argument i don't have (laughs) anything to go against the story you just told yeah it's it's very educated it's very detailed and and backed up and and the passion that i i sense in your words and that means more to me than the stories themselves Mm. because you care so much about what you have seen experienced in what you believe mm. excuse me that i have the utmost respect for that and i think everybody on this couch would agree would agree with that mm. and the listeners out there whether you believe what, what cheyenne believes or not you cannot deny the passion you can't deny the education mm. and that to me speaks volumes um and i i am appreciative of that you know to have a guest come on and be vulnerable and be open um because i feel like we've we've you know, had some guests on that not to any fault of their own, but are maybe a little more timid to release some of that inner belief and, 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 and defend their stances on certain things, whether it's music related or non-music related or Mm. uh, religion, politics, whatever it might be. Um, if you were passionate about something, whatever it might be, and you believe Mm. in it and you're educated on it, man, that's fucking awesome. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, even Tyler, I'm sitting over there watching him. This is a dude that, you know, he doesn't really believe in much, mm-hmm. but he's sitting there shaking his head going, because he's like, I sense the conviction. I sense mm-hmm. the education. I sense the, the passion. He respects the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Same here. Tyler. You know? <laughs> Same here. Yeah. T- I mean, I I do, and I've, uh, I'm not a, uh, a religious person. Mm-hmm. I have my own kind of beliefs around spirituality and such. Yeah. 
But um, I have learned a lot from religion as of late. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have. My, my, my whole thing is, you know, I, man, I, I try to be, you know, mm. this country was was based on religious freedom, right? Mm, mm. You know, not only with taxation without representation, but for religious freedom, right? <laughs> that that's part. why that's why we left England in the first place. Yeah. Was for religious freedom. And so I am I've always been of the belief of if you want to be Muslim, be Muslim. You want to be Jewish, be Jewish. You want to be Buddhist, be Buddhist. I don't mm. care. I really don't. Because whatever you believe in, mm. it don't matter what happens at what you believe in at the end. Something or someone is going to you know, we might just black nothing. Don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Because I've heard stories from people. I mean, I spent seven years in the fire service. Mm. I've been around a lot of people that died and came back. Mm. I've heard there's the pretty white light. There's heaven. There's all this pretty stuff. I've right. heard there's absolutely nothing. Mm. I've heard them both. So yeah. I don't know what happens at the end. Don't know. I'll find out one day. Yeah. You know, I used to fear death. I don't fear death. Yeah. I don't fear death at all. Whatever happens is going to happen. It is what it is. It's 110% completely out of my control, right? Mm -hmm. I used to be that guy that thought I can control everything. I'm going to control absolutely everything in my life. Right. Don't work like that. <laughs> when you finally realize, hey, I can't stress about the things that I can't control. Yeah. You become a more peaceful person. I still struggle yeah. with that to this day. I'm getting better. Yeah. But I, I, I still struggle with that to this day of control what you can control. Focus on your life and what you're doing in your life. Yeah. And, you know, I, I have plenty of moments. I am far from a perfect human being. Right, far same. From, yeah. Far, far, far. A long motherfucking perfect. way away from it. Hey, I mean, said, I'm here it is. Perfect. I'm fucking perfect. <laughs> you are. You're cute, too. Here, it's pure. He, he, yeah. Yeah. Fucking hot as shit. We, can, we cannot stress this time. enough that you are pure, pure. as fuck. Yeah. Here's Preston. Here's me. Okay, I'm trying to get he has to Preston. He's a wife. Yeah, got the I mean, best. He's, he's, he's got the he's, best he's, life. He's done it all right. So I don't know about that, but, buddy. I don't know. You, yeah, never mind. Um, <laughs> almost said you used to. But um, <laughs> his face. It gets red as his hat, did it? Uh, no, your face. Mod face. Your facial expression was funny. <laughs> you know. Uh, but I, I've always been a firm believer in if you have a strong belief in something, you have conviction in something and you're educated on it, then I respect it. Mm. But if you have baseless comments or baseless yeah. um, beliefs, whatever it might be, and you have no evidence to back that up, then I don't respect it. And that's probably why yeah. I respect your, your story so much is because you have, you're educated. You've, you have done the research. You have, you have lived what you talk. Mm. And to me, that's so important. Mm. And I hope that the viewers are able to take a lot of that from mm. this. Like, hey, whatever it is that I'm feeling or I'm experiencing, I can use that for the rest of my life. I can take mm. these experiences and and make myself a better person. Or, or not not even necessarily that, but just yeah. take these experiences and use them for good. Yeah. Whatever I believe that good is. Mm -hmm. Um so I, I hope that all the listeners value that as much as I do. And, and, and I know that you guys do. Um, mm. it, it, you know, especially viewers out there that are maybe having some self-doubt or, mm. or, or just some, I don't know what I believe or I don't know what I feel. You know, you've tried everything. <laughs> you know, not even just in the sense of religion, but just like life in general. You, you've yeah. really done, you know, you're younger than us and you've done so much more than we have. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and y- your life experience is fucking un- unmatchable. Um, and I think that's huge for you in the long term. So I am curious mm-hmm. today. You know, mm-hmm. what's today like for you? What are you doing today? What what do you what do you envision for yourself in the future? Like, mm-hmm. what are your long term goals? I, I know you're doing some different things with music now. So if you mm-hmm. want to touch on that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's go. The updated. Let's go. Let's go. Finally. Oh, <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's go. Okay. Um so okay. I I received confirmation um through just deep, you know, I've I pray now I pray every day, like I read scripture every day. Um, of course, that's what I feel like I should do. If I don't, I feel kind of off, you know, I, or I start to backslide into my old mindset. So that's how I keep like spiritually motivated and just like, um, feeling joyful instead of like depressed or anxious, like I used to. And, um, I mean, plus also I'm not doing the things I used to do either. That's sure. a big difference, but, but the um, devil is always tempting you, right? Oh that's yeah. The thing. For, oh, for sure. You, you he s- he will s- come back yep. uh, seven times more. And I'm sure you've heard that. Yeah. And he does. Just like when when you said, if I don't read this scripture, if I don't do this or I don't do that, then I start to feel myself being pulled back towards <laughs> yes. his old tendencies. I'm like, hey, that's in the scripture. I, I remember that. Period. I remember that. Okay. I'll be like, wait, that sin's looking a little too good today. <laughs> hey. hey. I, I get it. I get it. I'm like, wait. wait I get it. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Um, Told you we had nice asses. <laughs> Y'all do got great ass. <laughs> 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 Listen, my claws are fantastic. So I'm just gonna oh, I got veins, bro. Oh, dog. Oh, you got veins, bro? Oh, man, I don't have veins. I just got great definition of my claws. Fine. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I like your cowboy boots. Thank cowboy you. Cowboy boots, yeah. Okay. I actually wore my halfway decent ones tonight because I wear my fucking work boots every day, and they're trashy. So I figured I'd wear my slightly less trashy ones. I chose to wear socks today. You did. You didn't wear flip flops and jeans. I was impressed. Ooh. Yeah, he's yeah. a flip flop and jean kind of guy. I'm usually flip flops. I just he should have been born me. in like 1948 and then been at Woodstock. But. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> My God, that's the perfect fucking life. I would say. Shit. Yeah, you get to live through the 60s, 70s, and 80s, bro. It's fantastic. That would have been amazing. I would have been doing so much K-pop. <laughs> you were sucking so, <laughs> Oh man, I'd have done so much fucking K-pop. We have to, all, at the point. end we have to watch a K-pop video just oh, to, just, what, just, what, to, uh, just be, to, because Tyler hasn't seen you, it. Dude, you got where we are. We're one hundred percent we're showing a him girl a K-pop. group and a guy group. Yes. One you have million. To have, I have to listen to two of these. Yeah. yeah. You have on the surround sound. You have to on see the what they look sound. like. That's bro, the part. bro, listen, we can before. So you let's all right. Um, so what I'm gonna I'm do? I'm stressed already. No, it's not that bad. I, I, I feel a gray hair growing no. in. That's fine. It's not that bad. You got Viking blood. You're fine. Arr. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Did. She said, "Arr!" Like he was a fucking pirate. <laughs> you guys are sailors, so. <laughs> she not said. all sailors are pirates, she though. Arr. I do like rum, though. <laughs> Rum is fantastic. Rum and she coke? said, Arr. No, rum and pineapple juice. <laughs> Ooh, rum and pineapple oh, juice. Oh, I've never heard really good. Rum and Mountain Dew is underrated. Fan fucking tastic. Rum and Mountain Actually, Dew. that was one of the first times I ever got drunk was rum wow. and the. Uh, uh, Captain Morgan and Mountain Dew? I don't think it was even Captain Morgan. I think it was like some Bacardi. It was actually decent. Since you went a whole other dimension, didn't it, bro? Oh, bro, we were. Hello, my I think I was 14, and uh, yeah, man, it didn't take a lot. <laughs> we're gonna, sh- she's gonna show you some K pop, we're gonna show her some Creed. 
God, okay. I can't wait. Okay. Can't wait to change your life. Yeah. I'm gonna kill myself. Hey, hey, Scott Stapp is a very religious man now. He is. He's silk shirt and all, bro. Bald hair, Scott Stapp. So today, you are where? Yeah. So, um, still in LA, right? Yeah. Yep. So I live in LA now. I'm no longer talking to like a lot of the people that I used to. You know, I really feel like I, you know, that that helped a lot um, to get out of the lifestyle. But also, I feel like now I'm working on the copywriting course with Andrew Tate actually. Okay. Online to advance my writing because I'm learning how to screenwrite films. And my films are going to be uh, Christian-based. Okay. But they're not going to be, like, your typical, like, oh, like, it's only for, like, it's it's for families. Like, it's going to have the nitty-gritty stuff. Like Passion of the Christ shit. Yeah, well, yeah. it's going to have strip clubs. Like, it's good. Because that's what happens. That's what people go through. I mean, there's, like, obviously not you guys, because you guys are wholesome, and God bless you guys. But there Thank are you. married we men we who go to the strip clubs, and they have... You know, they have mistresses and they're very heartbroken because their wife isn't sleeping with them or maybe they're of old age, you know, or or even like there's 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 just so much. There's so much that is in the world. And I feel like, you know, I want to make that that impact, you know, um, in Christian films and not just to make it like always family oriented. Like, yeah, your kids can watch it, too, but it needs to be for adults adults who are struggling spiritually because you know like i mean we all struggle with things like and the truth is i mean whether yeah regardless of what you believe in christian or not buddhist or not you're gonna go through things mm-hmm. you know and so um definitely i plan to make faith ba- faith-based films and i also plan to act in them as well because i went to like four acting schools so why not right sure <laughs> yeah why not put that to work right? you know yeah. Um, and then of course I have, it's, it's beautiful. Cause since I've been in LA the past five and a half years, um, I have, you know, the connections for it. And so I just have to have a finished product, but before I make them into screenwrites, I'm going to make them into books. So there's numerous stories that I've, that the Lord has given me through dreams. Like I'm a dreamer. So I have dreams that come true. So like God will sometimes give me a dream and then it's like, that's my next assignment. And so, like, that's just how he speaks to me. He speaks to everyone differently. Um, but that's how he's spoken to me since I was a child. So, um, well, and then something recently to cap what I said when I was five years old about how I wanted to be a missionary. Bring you know? it full circle. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Um, a couple months ago, I went on my first mission trip. Um, it was in Hawaii. So I was uh, taking care of children there and um, also as a worship leader there. So it was wonderful because it's like everything is coming into fruition you know, of what I stated as a child. It just, you know, well, I think all of us like, oh, oh, this is so good. This scripture is so good. It's in Luke. It's, um, <clears throat> he leaves the 99 for the one. So Jesus leaves 99 sheep for the one that gone astray. So he's the shepherd, right? And he takes care of us. But then when one sheep is like, oh, I'm going to go rebel. That's like us, right? We like, he ran out of the pen. He's like, I'm going to be a savage. Like, the whole <laughs> lamb is running away. And Jesus goes, hold on. I'm going to leave you guys in the pen. I'm going to run after this one. Because he cares about each and every one of us. You know, like, ooh, and then I just got to say this. There's a, uh, in the last book. I love of, your conviction. The, I really do. This is so good. Thank you. Revelation 3.20. This is the l- very Revelations last. Revelations is fucking terrifying. Oh Go my ahead. freaking gosh. I know all the angels like have. She okay, did all my freaking so, gosh. There's so much. <laughs> there's so much I could say. 
this is my favorite scripture, and it really spoke to me seven months ago when I came back to Christ again. He goes, I stand at the door and knock, and whoever opens the door, I shall come in and sup with him. That means he's going to come inside your house, which is your heart, and Mm -hmm. he's going to eat dinner with you. And the revelation that he gave me from this Revelation 3.20 is that, you know, not only does God, when you open the door, because you have to give him permission, right? He's Mm -hmm. He's not like the devil. The devil will try to, he's a snake. He'll try to intrude. But God's a gentleman. He just knocks and le- waits until you let um, him into your heart. So then when he comes in, he eats with you. He'll do your dishes. He'll do your laundry. He cleans your whole house. And, like, that's, like, the revelation he gave me is that he doesn't just eat with you, but he takes care of everything in your house, which is your heart. And so, like, he heals the trauma. He heals the depression. He heals the anxiety. And, you know, and he's the only one that can do it. And he's the only one that's been able to do that for me. Like, when I did witchcraft last witchcraft last year that did not heal me when i had so much sex that did not heal me when i made so much money that did not heal me like nothing it was all just a band-aid yes yeah Yeah, it was put a band-aid on a on a severed artery yeah yeah Yeah, and now i feel it i mean he's healed so much just in seven months that's when i gave up everything was seven months ago by the way so I gave up the stripping i gave up the prostitution i gave up everything yeah so and Last time I, and I'm not trying to make you feel, guys feel guilty for drinking, but like I just felt convicted no, of drinking because no. I, I turn into a crazy chick when I drink. So if sure. I have one, I'm like, I'm give me have twenty. Sex. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's for me. It was it's hard to control that. So I just no, it, took it out of my life. But. No, but that's that's very mature of you to realize that that it like yeah you know, we drink because we can control it. Yeah. You know? Whether it's drinking or it's smoking weed or whatever it yeah. is, if you cannot control yourself when <laughs> yeah. you're on. X Y Z, right? Then K-pop. you have K-pop. Facts, fact, bro. When I'm, that's why I don't do K-pop anymore, dog. Even though we're about to do some K-pop after this, but <laughs> if you cannot control yourself, two K-pops, two, from what I'm told, yeah, Five. two K-pops, yeah, <laughs> oh, shit, and Creed. So I'm and only Creed. <laughs> but it's it's very mature of you to realize, hey, I'm not me. <laughs> you're not you when you're hungry. <laughs> Eat a Snickers. Uh, <laughs> God, I try to make a serious point, and my fucking dumbass goes, hey, hey, squirrel, go this way. <laughs> so you, it's very mature of you to realize, hey, this, th- whatever it might be, drinking or whatever, yeah, can't do that. Yeah. Because it takes me somewhere I don't want to be. Yeah. I know I'm not myself when I'm here. Right. So if I avoid that, then I can stay zen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as I've gotten older, I've been like the person that's like, you know, for example, tomorrow night is the party night of the year, right? The mm. night before oh, Thanksgiving. Shit it is, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Five years ago, my ass would have been at the bars, right? But nowadays, and maybe it's because I have a kid now. You know, it might be that. I don't know, but I'm like, I'm good. I have no desire to be any part of that. That does nothing for me. Mm. Like getting hammered, that does nothing for me. I feel like fucking shit the next day for yeah. two days now because I'm old. Yeah. But I'm you like, mean a week? Yeah, no shit, dude. <laughs> so Facts. But like I mean, not you as much, but like me and Tyler, like we used to run the bars, didn't we, bro? I mean, those were some good times. Was some good I time. mean then we usually cried we, at the end of the night, but that that's we went through uh it was about a a summer. Mm. We were running the we, bars. We was out there two, a lot. three times a night. And then uh, or, uh, uh mm. two, three times a week. Um, yeah. We were running them hard. Yeah, I mean, I'd <laughs> I'd say the weeks I didn't have my kids, we were there Friday and Saturday night. Correct. 
Yeah. And then Till maybe, I mean, oh, yeah, and then maybe yeah. we'd go there for like pizza or pizza something. Pizza on a Wednesday or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we was fucking running it for a bit. We were running them. I, my dad. I mean, better not be running them fucking whores. Well, dad, <laughs> I'm running them whores. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually you're like, hey, this is a temporary high. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'd say it's it's probably definitely having kids. Yeah. Um, I think it definitely. That's good. It, it grounds you more. Because. Yeah. It makes you take a. Go ahead, Tyler. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, I mean, I've been lame as fuck for the past couple of years, and and part of it is just most of my buddies don't want to go to the bars and stuff anymore, and it's mm. like that's cool with me. Like I'll do whatever, but yeah. Um, I don't know with with having kids. Like I'm gonna have my kids tomorrow night. I'm not gonna be out fucking partying and shit. And I th- I think yeah. uh, I think people just have their their priorities fucked up. A yeah. lot of people do. And I think uh, yeah. I think you can go out and party in in moderation and it yeah be healthy yeah. and it be okay. I agree. But yeah, you don't have to. God, a lot of people, especially when uh, especially when you're in that kind of state of mind where you're. You know, overtaken oh, by intrusive thoughts and, oh. and whatnot. In my uh, my early twenties, my intrusive thoughts won every time. Yeah, and so they yeah. Time, take you overboard. Yep. That's remember it remember a that feeling you got when you googled boobs for the first time? <laughs> yep. It was like that every night, and I'm like, hey. you're like you have to do it. Yeah. Oh, oh, dude, that, that was just done. You get your, you, your old girl will just hey, here they are. I'm like, here gets, I am. Gets the <laughs> crowd going. <laughs> Huh? So it really gets the crowd gro- yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. It, it I was. Can't it was. Talk tonight, Jesus. Yeah, and then then you have kids, and and it just it's so cliche to say that. Oh my God, having kids changed your life, but bro, it fucking does, man. It just like pulls you back down to earth, and you're like, everything that I do from now on is all because of you. Like everything that I do is to benefit you. And they see everything, child. and they pay attention. They watch, and everything. it's like I I want to be the perfect role model for you, my son, my daughter, my, you know, whatever it might be. That's you know, Preston's good. a girl dad. So it's, and for him, I think it's probably even more so because he's a girl dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, this is my, my sweet little girl that I'm going to protect and, and show what a real man should be. And I think it's different for men and women, right? And as a man, it's my job to show my son what it's like to be a man and mm-hmm. how to treat a woman and how to do X, Y, and Z. And Tyler's got two of them, so it's times two for him. So it, it's, it, it changes you, man. I mean, it, it it's crazy. It's crazy. It's so cliche, and I hate to sound cheesy and cliche, but fuck around having kids changes your life mm. for the better. For me. Yeah, it is. It's for the better. And yeah. I, it, it's cool that, like, God, this is, sounds so like kiss ass and all that, but you'll make a hell of a mom someday if you ever decide to make that decision. Because mm, thank you, I will. Yay! Yeah, your conviction and passion about how you're you, just in tune with yourself. Yeah, if that absolutely. Makes it, it you're, seems, you're very. At least you. it seems that way. You're in tune with yourself. Yeah, right? I mm-hmm. think that's very important. Whether you're going to raise kids or not. Yeah, um, I mean, for I, when I found out I was having a kid, I was of the mindset of I don't want to have kids, mm. so I never wanted to have them. Mm. And then I have one. And I'm like, oh. Couldn't imagine my life without them. So yeah. it just, you know, you never know what's going to happen. But um, it's, I think. And you guys are in your kids' lives. 
Yeah. Like when a, you're young, because that makes a, a big seems difference. Seems to be a rare, rare quality these days. It but, is very yeah. rare. <laughs> yeah. So weird. But no. Um, but anyways, Cheyenne, thank you so much for giving us your time. I appreciate you coming on. I know thank that you. I know that this wasn't our typical episode, listeners. But if yeah. we if we the definition of insanity is repeating the same process and expecting a different result. So I hope that you've enjoyed a bit of a a more personal, in depth conversation about personal growth and and um, being in tune with yourself and and understanding uh, your experiences and and finding uh, something that you're passionate about, educating yourself on that subject. And, and continuing to have conviction in those beliefs. So whatever you believe out there, listeners, educate yourselves on it. Do your research. Experience different things in life. Don't ever use your life experiences as a crutch, mm. but use them as a springboard and, mm-hmm. and, and put yourself into a better position in life. We, we preach on this podcast all the time about self-love and, and about um, understanding where you've came from and where you want to go. Um, and if, if anything, this episode has been a great example of that. Um, mm-hmm. So I hope that you all have gleaned something from this. Um, if you have, drop a like in the in, in the in the in the feed. W's in the chat. Um, subscribe, like, follow, all of that fun stuff. Hit us up with any questions, recommendations. We appreciate you as always. We plug love your socials really quick. Yeah, yeah. You want to plug uh, your socials real quick? Yeah, yeah sure. Good, oh. good shout out, Preston. Yeah. I just thought of it. Yeah. Thank you, Preston. Yeah. Um, I also forgot to mention that I will be having Christian music with me playing piano, which is fantastic. Out in a way. few months. Yep. Let's go. Um, Sweet. Love yes, piano. So. Yeah. Um, and then my social is at Cheyenne is back. So that's S-H-Y-A-N-N-I-S-B-A-C-K on Instagram. And then my TikTok is Cheyenne Loves Jesus. And then my YouTube is Cheyenne Loves Jesus as well. And, and she's only got like a couple hundred thousand followers, so like let's just you know. I deleted badass. I deleted all of my modeling acting content like a few months ago. Yeah, like seven months ago. And then we only I have fifteen thousand followers on TikTok, so like we're way behind you because you got like four hundred k on Instagram. So like, well, I have had that account for like six years. So well, I mean, listen, it's still like I mean, I've had mine for days. a long time, and it's got like maybe fifty. Yeah, so <laughs> give Cheyenne a follow if you would. Give her a like on on her socials. Subscribe, um, all that fun stuff. As always, make sure you like and subscribe the Screaming Idiots Show wherever you may be listening. Leave us a comment. Leave us a suggestion. Um, YouTube community, keep bashing us for our terrible video quality. Um, even the YouTube community, we love you. We appreciate you. Got some big news coming next week. And until next time, we are the Screaming Idiots. See you next week. Peace, love, dove. Let's go. (laughs) K-pop.